Open Micro Comedy Podcast. Welcome back to the Open Micro Comedy Podcast, episode number what? Uh, Ashley? 41. 41. Wow. Woo-woo. I'm going to be 41 next year. No way. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go big and go home. Go big or what? I don't know what that means. Like it's from Texas, like go big or go home. Yeah, but what? how does that relate to being 41? <laughs> well, I'm telling <laughs> you, like on your old birthday, Jamie, that's go fine. big. Like you got to go do big? something amazing. Like it's, a, yeah, it's a big number or? I think. I only heard, I've only ever heard that related to like. Related to like dicks, you know, like go big or go home. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Just, a lot that's, of things come I in good agree. packages. Speaking of dicks, uh, I feel like shit today because I have like some kind of. I, I think I ate a bad, um, bad sandwich at Whole Foods. I think it was a chicken sandwich, and uh, I don't know what was wrong with it. Bad chicken sandwich. So I was shitting like quite a bit during class in public, <laughs> and I, I hate shitting in public. The reason I hate I shitting in public. Wait, wait, you in a, wait, 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 wait. Uh, were you in the toilet though? Like that's that's the real question. Oh yeah, of course. Okay, I, was, okay. I wasn't yes. shitting like in 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 a fucking class, like in front of. That's what you, you know, said. In, in I don't the like figure drawing. This is like first world problems. Like you should really <laughs> complain when you're just when you have a brown stain coming out of your uh, pants. <laughs> no, sh- shitting in public. What, you guys feel very comfortable talking really about this. Sh- I just wanted yeah. to tell you that the. Shitting in public basically means shitting in a public restroom. It's right? not like you're you went out in the street and took yeah, a dump exactly. on like a curb. I've seen that. Yeah. I'm not I'm not Chinese or anything. It was fucking filthy Chinese. Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> super racist. <laughs> yeah. It's okay, I'm Asian. I um, do. But anyways, I feel like shit because uh, you know, like I had a bad whole food sandwich, so I'm I think I'm gonna pass off that. most of the hosting duties to you, Ashley, today. No, no, listen, I definitely understand where you're coming from glad right. you got that off your chest off my yeah, chest, <laughs> yeah. But, but one of the reasons i hate shitting in public is because i like to watch youtube while shitting you know so um i, I, I was, i'm watching youtube and every time somebody comes in i don't want them to know that i'm watching youtube so i have to very quickly lower the volume and i know that when they come in they could hear like in a, a fake trace so you, yeah, in a public restroom why, why you not to do. you need to carry headphones with you all, t- all <laughs> times that way i'm not gonna do that though i'm not gonna carry headphones just in the off sake that i'll eat like a bad sandwich and have to shit in public you know that doesn't make that's just too that's too much that's too much stuff well then you to, need to, to get your priority straight yeah. And speaking of priorities, like I am so happy I prioritized coming to this podcast. Um, I had a show and I'm so happy that I made it here on time. But I just wanted to let everybody know we have an awesome guest on the show. Yeah. Um, someone that I've known now, what I would consider an LA long time, an LA minute. Um, he's so dope. He runs a pretty awesome show down at the Lexington. Um, he is a daddy. I'm a mom. I was just happy to have people in the comedy world who have. Uh, who have children. Who have children. That's, that's pretty rare in the comedy yeah. world. Amen. Right? Yeah. The, the average for having kids in the comedy world is like plus 15 years, you know? Like if most <laughs> kids, if most uh, most of the population has kids around 30, in the comedy world, it's like 45, right? I feel like I a lot know. of like uh, uh, comedy audience members have kids too. So like... Audience members? Yeah, audience Yeah, members. audience members, but, but not, the, uh, the, not the performers yeah, not the themselves. Yeah. But, and that, and that gives... Right. Comics a disadvantage, I feel. Um, comedians are generally degenerates and parents are not, you know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I beg to differ, perhaps. But um, let's get back to introducing our guest. Please give it up. Oscar, I, I don't know if, I don't want to butcher your last name. So Oscar. Sagastume. Sagastume. Saga what is that? What, what it's kind of, what's Basque, that? actually. It's what? Oh, it's from oh, the north. Wow. That's the north of Spain. North yeah. of Spain yeah. Oh, wow. It's beautiful, awesome. actually. It's, that's on the border of France and Spain. But yes, the north of Spain. And uh, when I uh, have to make phone calls to clients in the Midwest, I tell them it's French. 
It's a French That's name. That's smart. Hello, <laughs> my name is uh, Oscar. Catalan. Like, they like, kind of act on their own. So yeah. do you know any Catalan? Like, isn't that... No. Catalan. No. Okay. no, 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 no. <laughs> I am personally from Guatemala. Like, oh, okay. My most recent people are from Guatemala. Is Bass where Ooh, bathing bass. was invented? Is that no. how that works? No. 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 Not at all. No, not even. Hmm. Not even. <laughs> but it's got Hey, it's a good food. guess. It's, it's a good educated guess. And it's, uh, there's a huge <laughs> contingency of Basque people in Boise, Idaho. Wow, Whoa, that's, that's random. random. It's, I yeah, I don't. The thing is, like, I don't know anything about it. I um, think it's the potatoes. They like the potatoes. Maybe <laughs> the potatoes. When it's the like, hey, look at the potatoes. Hey, oh no, that's Italian. <laughs> I was like, wait, we are jumping. We are like going to different countries. Well, hey, I look at the potatoes. I moved to Idaho. Sagastuba actually means <laughs> he who lives, he who lives in the apple orchard. He who Whoa, lives that in sounds the so biblical. I know Ooh, it's very kind of a weird. It's just my ancestor was just. Like, Wait, so say that again. He who lives in the apple orchard. So wh- whenever Whoa. you want to say something righteous, you just recall your name. Yeah. I am he who lives in the apple orchard, not <coughs> you. Oh my! God. That that sounds very romantic to live in an apple orchard. No, it doesn't. Know? It sounds, it sounds like creepy. It sounds creepy. Why yeah, would well, you like, like, like a poet? Like if you were a poet. In like the 17th century, That's really optimistic. You, you would live and and you you would fuck girls by telling them, "Hey, I live in the apple orchard." Well, hey. Nobody wants to go. Well, I think <laughs> of uh, I think of dirty. Apple Valley, Apples. like Victorville. <laughs> like you've 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 never been to Victorville. I've been to Victorville. Victorville is a fucking it's a prison, like a it's piece a prison of shit place. hole yeah. that you should never Wait, go to. Is that where Apple Hill is? It's a it's a prison city. Is, yeah. Where is that? Is that NorCal or SoCal? It's in mi- Middle California. I drove through it on my vacation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, everybody drives through it, uh, passing through to Vegas, and uh, that's where you go, like, have a bike. To Vegas? No, you're, you're confusing that with Barstow. Yeah. No, no, yeah. you drive through Victorville as well. You don't have oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't have to, though. 15 North, you have to. You oh, absolutely you're taking, right. like, a different Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, you're Trust right. me, you're right. I know that area. Dang, I don't know that. But, so, Ashley. What's up? You were telling us about a show where you put a wig on. I want to know more about that. What's going on with that? Oh, oh my goodness. Tad a show at um, the Inner Sanctum tonight, and it was put on by Woka. What is the Inner Sanctum? Where is that? That oh, is UCB. on Sunset at oh. UCB. Oh, UCB. Okay. So it's yeah. an improv show. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, there was no, improv. a sketch show. Yeah. yeah. Well, Woka is Women um, of Color Anonymous. And then they host the show. So. Oh, God. That sounds so annoying. You, what? You, you, it's a show uh, called Woka. <laughs> no, it's pretty dope. It's like, so that's LA. The group. Well, I mean, this Woka. is the place, right? It is LA. Stay oh, woke. fuck. Okay. So we performed. We did like a cosplay show called um, Afro Girl. A cosplay Beliva. show? Beliva. Yeah. What does that mean? Like superheroes. So they're superheroes. Like, um, so you do sketches around uh, these people that you're playing? Technically, it's... It's a show within a show. So this particular one is like, I would say like six acts or something. And Afro Girl. So is that is, like, uh, like, uh, uh, fuck Shakespeare? Like, no, no, no. So Afro Girl is okay. a woman with an afro who is like promoting, um, like natural loving yourself as like a sister, you know, like a, a black woman, African diaspora. And then Boiva wears weaves and she's all about like any way, fake it to, you know, wear your wigs, wear your extension, you know, all that. And so they fight people like cr- each other's crime like like oh i'm the better superhero and oh no stop putting um perms on women anyway so it's like spreading awareness um it's like making sort of like insider sort of jokes uh and it was really fun so i didn't play either of those characters i was sammy the suitor who's a pimp in wig city i thought you were playing some kind of a housewife or something i was nene leaks 
Mimi Leaks. Mimi. And I confused that for Jeremy Meeks earlier when she was telling me about it. I, I don't know who either of those people are. Jeremy Meeks is like famous for being like a beautiful and like a prisoner that um that married a billionaire. Yeah. A prisoner that married a billionaire. Yeah, he hmm. uh Never or heard a, of him. a felon that married a billionaire, yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. But yeah, the show was the show was good and um it was really fun and I was happy to like, you know, perform. So, pretty exciting. Very cool. Yeah. But Oscar, you were saying that you just uh got back from a road trip. Like where did you go? Um you have kids? Like let our listeners know. How like, many kids do you have, Oscar? What's going I have four on? Four children. Four kids. Wow. Four wow. Children. That's a lot of fucking kids. That's Are you like Mormon kids. or <laughs> I was. Oh, you were. No way. Wow. Yeah, wow. You're Mormon. So you're from Utah? No, no, I'm from here, Los Angeles. Okay. You're Spanish Mormon. That's pretty rare, isn't it? Guatemalan. No, Guatemalans. Guatemalans have a lot of Mormons, Stop huh? Stop calling me Spanish. <laughs> He's like clinging to that. Oh, you're wow. not Spanish. Yeah. Super racist, man. Super racist. I am. I am definitely the racist. I, I mean, I, I claim the racism. So. Uh, no, I'm, you know, no, no, there's, there's, there's no ethnicity in it. I just dated a girl whose family was LDS and I converted <laughs> for a little bit. Well, then... that uh, is uh, wait. a story. LDS is Latter-day Saints, yeah, right? Okay. Latter-day yeah. Saints. Um, and uh, I just, uh, yeah, I stopped going to church because I realized it was a cult. And so. <laughs> is it really though? When people oh. are that, when, when people are that fucking nice, can you really call it a cult? Because those, yes. those Mormons are so fucking nice. Well, hold nice. on. They have an entire building that you get married um, with just Mormon people, even if you have a regular Mormon, and you can't go in there if you're not Mormon. So here's the thing. Like, right? I was, yeah, here's the thing. Like, I was LDS for about five years. Is, is that different than Mormon? Or no, is it's the same, same thing? thing. It's the okay. same yeah. thing. I just, you just get trained to say LDS instead of Mormon. They don't like to be referred to as Mormon. Uh-huh. That's the thing Dang. they don't like. Why is that? Uh, because Mormon was a person in the Book of Mormon. Like he mm. was someone in the book, and it's they 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 want to push that they are the Church of Jesus Christ. So it'd be like calling a, a Christian Jesus. Like, are you a Jesus? A Jesus are you Jesus in or something? Or calling a Jewish person a Moses? Mm. Whoa, mm. that'd be cooler. I think we should all start doing that. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? What I do I'm admire say what about, I'm about uh, like you know, like if you no. if you meet a Nazi, you you're a Hitler. Well, that's probably okay. the only that's one that's kind of fitting, yeah, right? Kind of. Then we kind of know where you're coming from. Or, or like, if you if you do kung fu, like you're a Bruce Lee, aren't you? <laughs> you know, you always people. take it that one why, step. Why people by the by there? the name? We were like right? behind him on the Hitler joke, and right? just he lost. People turned left on you in a minute, like. Anyways, continue with uh, uh, LDS. Yeah, so, yeah, no, I mean, I was a member. I mean, I was the same thing. I was converted, and um, I was having fun. It was, you know what I mean? It was like a fun little religion. Is it fun? Like, What's so fun about not well, eating sugar? Be, everybody's nice. You can't eat sugar. You can't have you can't caffeine. Eat, I, had, I, had a, I had a friend who was Mormon. Fucker did not eat sugar. Well, that was Did him. not eat caffeine. That, that was guy him. was weird, man. No, the rule, the rule is you can't have basically hot drinks and alcohol. Wow, hot drinks and alcohol. But hot, that was they like, could be warm. They could be warm, but like hot, like tea, like so they're, people. They're people against temperatures. That, people take that as you can't drink coffee, and they can't mm. have. Uh, they have tea, right? But it's basically can't drink coffee, alcohol, and smoke cigarettes, obviously. So why hot drinks? What's the logic behind hot I, drinks? I don't know. It's coffee. A, there, it, yeah, coffee. It's, yeah, but, coffee. but why? Why? There's why a, hot there's drinks? something that the prophet told them not to do. There's like a list of things you're not supposed to do, and there's okay. just a list of things you want to do. 
It's been a while, guys. Fucking I used crazy. to teach Sunday school, so I don't really remember. You can tell we have <laughs> you guys are no, no, no. no clue. Uh, but yeah, so that, that's all that it is. But I, you know, yeah, I was a Sunday school teacher. I read the Bible, all three versions of it, uh, multiple times. And Fa- I used Father, to I have sinned. I, I have. I drank. Uh, I drank a hot glass of water this morning. <laughs> oh man! Wait, I'll, I will Holy say shit. something. I remember. That's crazy. It is. Okay. Uh, well, it is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So one thing I remember in high school was um, a lot of the Mormon students were getting like they were having sex, but in their butts. Because it was technically still keeping their virginity. Yeah, most religions are like that. Yeah. No, but it was yeah, like, they, it was very yeah, all, I think all, um, all Jesus-based religions basically fucking the ass. Yeah, there's yeah. also there's also a thing that Mormons are famous for. It's called soaking. Did you ever hear Yes, yes. Soaking is when you just oh, go God. inside and you stay inside of a woman. Oh. And then you, no pumping. Yeah, because the pumping out. part is the sin. And then wow, they, that sounds hot, actually. Jesus. I, I wouldn't be able to maintain an erection if there was no pumping. I think yeah. the pumping is the whole point no, of sex. No, but think about it. Think about it. You've, you've done all this abstinence, like, leading up to that mm. moment. Mm. You can soak. And okay. also, but, isn't, but, but isn't that... Um, there, hold on. There's another dimension to soaking, right? Because okay. you can soak, and then you can have your friend jump on the bed... So that it mimics Whoa, the rocking. You, this is ridiculous. No, no, you're, now this you're is, just making. No, no, no. That, that's the truth. I, I, I fucking read that in a, in a Mormon thing, and oh, it freaked you're not me using the fuck your out. <laughs> yeah, because no. you're not you're not actually doing any pumping or anything. So, it's, so you have a it's third an external force. In there. Yes, right. it's just jumping on the way, bed. Like turn the other way. But yeah. is it now? Now I'm into this. I'm listening. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> way more. Describe it slower. Shit, man. Describe it. Well, the other thing too is that they would do that. They would also go down to Vegas. And get married for the day so they could have sex, right? For the day. Whoa. For like the day. They'd go down to Vegas. And then, but, you know, whatever. But they wait, also, wait, when they I they get a divorce after that? Yeah, they, they annul it. They annul it. They so annul the annulment it. is not a sin, but. I don't. Because it's not divorce. It's not divorce. But that's okay. just how horny mm. they get, right? I would be horny too. I, yeah, no, I get it. I, I'm, not, I'm not saying no, but the biggest problem they had, at least, mm-hmm. and I know it's probably still a problem, but when I was a member of the church is that people were ha- they had this big push about pornography cuz Utah is the number one state for oh, pornography. Right. Yeah. Oh, there's also they invented oh, something hold on, called hold on Okay, so the Mormons have also invented something called Mormon porn. Like like do you know what that is? No. It's, no. it's pretty hot. Like they take um you can um take like any photo and just put bubbles on it to Oh, imply, the bubbles. Yeah, like yeah, something yeah. provocative. What? I'm lost. If a girl is wearing a bikini, you cover the bikini with bubbles, and then you can imagine the girl as naked. Oh, yeah, it's really hot. Yeah. What? I'm concerned you've never been with a woman. (laughs) I'm just going to point that out. (laughs) Well, actually, it's not far, right, Uh, Maximo? Yeah, that's that's probably. So you take a picture of a girl already, like. We'll talk about this later. Already mostly naked, and then you cover up more, uh, cover her up more with, with, like, fake CGI bubbles. Yeah. Yeah, And then that's pornography. Censorship. Yeah, it's okay. so, so you bubble her enough such that like she becomes like all skin, but it's all covered in bubbles. So okay. it seems like she's naked underneath the bubbles. And this is a category of porn. Yeah, this is an actual category. Of oh porn? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Well, here's the thing. What I was saying was that the fucking the Mormons are with interesting. Pornography <laughs> and Mormons is that Mormon guys really get into pornography because they're not allowed to touch a woman. And I know there's like some uh, gay stuff too, but I don't know. 
details about that. What, what is it called? To the down low, whatever. So mm-hmm. there's like a whole Mormon. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That's with the that's black community nother... and the, uh, I guess, Mormons. Oh, I, I the... thought it was mostly in the black community. The yeah, DL well, I, the, no. I know that's the, it happens it everywhere. It's popularized called the yeah. DL. Like yeah. it's more, but it's it's everywhere. It's, it's any, everywhere. any group that's doesn't allow to be free yeah. to express themselves. Like, yeah, that's a very flexible term, down low. Yeah. 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 But, it for anything. But the, but the problem with the Mormon guys is that they get so used to, Masturbate. Yes. You know, the episode I heard oh. you guys were fisting and now we're getting into sex again. I know. Uh, but the. Just generally ends up in that direction. No matter how much we try to pull away, just pull out. pulls pull us. Out. Also, you know, Jamie, pulls you, us back you know in. that you. Yeah. We don't go one episode without talking about a dick, so let's That's be fine. real. Um, but no, but. Either, so, either race or dicks. Either one of those two. The problem is that men, uh, the men get so used to masturbating and they, they can't climax with a woman because it's a different. I mean, I Texture? think that's just how how like young kids are these days. Yeah, I think I think it's generally no, for all all like younger, you know, yeah, they kids all have and porn addictions. No, well, no, I get yeah. it, but no, 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 not all of them. But I think that in general, though, it is yeah. porn is much easier. I mean, when I'm I'm like forty now, yeah. am I forty now? I think, you know, oh, to, I was about to say if they were forty one on our forty first oh, episode, forty one on forty one. <laughs> um, but you know, when I was a kid, like porn was hard to come by. You know yeah. what I mean? Hard to come yeah. by. Yeah, man. Remember Black Box? Kind of liked those days. Black, Black Box was basically was cable. Was that some kind of a porn for no. African-American women? Well, it was cable <laughs> <laughs> that was basically, I don't know how you got it, but it was certainly free. And so all the channels yeah, came I, through, I had one including of those. pay-per-view. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah So yeah. you could get away with watching a porno yeah, without I bought, paying for it. Yeah, but you have to, that would be on the TV, like in the living room. Exactly. Right. right. So it wasn't like I yeah. remember doing that. <laughs> so I remember sweet. watching porn in the living room with my parents, like upstairs and just like you know uh, sneak masturbating underneath the the kitchen table not not the the kitchen table but the the coffee table because i bought one of those boxes right it's like this this uh four hundred dollar box that uh, i I bought it from a shady kid in high school for four hundred dollars yeah four hundred bucks you're rich well you know i had some money and um (laughs) that's a good deal though yeah it's a fucking good deal you know it's a fucking fucking good deal because you get all the hbo's you get all the showtimes and then you get uh, That's all the black box. Yeah, yeah. You get the pay per views, <laughs> right? So I, I watch all of Mike Tyson's fights, right. and, You know all that shit. Um, all the the wrestling shows because I was big into fucking wrestling. Me too. And then they also had the Playboy Channel and the Spice Channel. Yes. So they had those yeah, two channels so like completely fun. unblocked, you know. And there was still no penetration in those times, right? You couldn't, you couldn't, you weren't allowed to like show the penetration, but you can see everything. But I don't remember because you know? I didn't watch that much porn, but I did stay up to watch BE Uncut. Because what is BE Uncut? BET, I mean, I'm sorry, BET Uncut videos. BET Uncut? Yeah, they had like black entertainment. music videos, right? It was right? music videos that oh. were super raunchy, but these were the oh, videos yes. that were not edited right, right, right. for MTV or whatever. And so you got to see all the freaky stuff. And I remember yeah, they would like, have Freaknik in New Orleans. You know, I have Mardi Gras. So they would have the Freaknik, and they would show videos. And I mean, it got pretty scandalous. And as a young person, I would just be like waiting like, oh, because they also played slow jam um, videos too, music videos back in the day, music videos. Um, but I was just gonna say also, this is totally random. Is it was really weird also, like getting up to get water or something in the middle of the night, and then someone's in there watching something. You know what I mean? A parent. Oh yeah. Oh, the, you're, you, you, really? You would catch your dad watching like uh, Skinamax? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would go back to my, but you know, and it's just <laughs> such like a, oh gosh, like. I guess the, yeah. You have to deal with the fact that your dad masturbates. You know, like that is that's a or for, maybe a, for a your kid. Dad and your mom. 
Yeah, oh, I, you just, I just didn't life. keep. I just didn't keep walking. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, I did uh, walk into them, um, and they oh. just laid on each other like, oh, it's oh just no. Fucking. Oh no. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, I think seven. Oh no, you're uh, old enough to know what was happening. I, I, you know, I wanted to believe that I knew what was going on, but I have to say, I was one of those kids. Like I think I've told you guys that I didn't know the difference between sixty-nine and doggy until my freshman year in college. I mean, in high school. I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you're a little. You're not. I'm gonna say this. Uh, you know, I was in a softcore porn movie once. Oh, really? Tell Whoa, me about it. Tell what? Wait, us you were, about you were, this? Yeah. What? Wait, you were in a softcore porn movie? Well, you're my age, right? Do you mm-hmm. remember the Red Shoe Diaries? Oh, yes, yes, of, yes course, of course, man, of course. I, I would rent those from fucking Blockbuster Video. Yeah, yeah and that's sneak the only thing I remember yeah. from Showtime. Well, that was the thing. Like, I yeah. answered an ad. I have a story about it. I, I tell it. I'll tell you like a shortened version of it. But did you send a letter to the Red Shoe? Diaries? No, no, no. I, <laughs> This was this was a this was a few years ago, uh, and I answered an ad on Craigslist that was like, and I, I I answered an ad on Craigslist like, we need a funny guy to walk in a room, have a reaction, and leave, and they're gonna pay me, <laughs> and I so I answered it right, and I'm like, you know, oh, you were that guy, the the funny reaction <laughs> guy. No, 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 but that's what they kept saying, and then like they're like, oh yeah, we'll do it, we'll pay you, we'll pay you fifty bucks, and then like the last email I got was like, oh by the way, dress scummy, and I'm like, dress scummy, all right, whatever, and like it was like it wasn't like super sketchy, but it was kind of sketchy. Like they like they made me park in a weird place, and they didn't tell me what I was doing. They made you park in a weird place. Well, they they, 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 they I told them I was here for this thing, and I said, oh, I'm like scummy guy whatever the, the line they <laughs> gave me imagine. i'm scummy guy number one <laughs> and uh and they parked me and then they blocked one of the pas blocked my car oh so you couldn't leave i couldn't leave yeah. but they didn't tell me what i was in mm. and then i'm I, I keep saying like where am i supposed to go like everyone's like wait for the ad wait for the ad man that sounds sketchy it is know. and so and so i look over and i see two other guys dressed scummy that look confused <laughs> and so i go up and i ask them like oh we got the same thing and i'm like like they can't be three of us walking into a room. Is this some kind of a scummy gangbang or something? Well, well we're going to get there. We're going to get there. <laughs> what is happening and with so these then scummy the people? AD comes in and he walks me over and introduces us to the director. And he says, this is Zalman King. See, <laughs> met the, Zalman King. The, yeah, he was directing the thing. He was like, yeah, the, yeah. Admit, it's Who is pretty that? classy for the owner? He's the guy. Zalman who, King, for some reason, he's the director, right? Yeah. But like his name is on the fucking title. It's Zalman King's it's The Red Shoe Diaries for some reason. Oh, okay. You know? okay. It's not As Steven like, Spielberg's Jurassic but, Park. It's just fucking oh. Jurassic Park. It's like but he gets his the fucking shows. name. Yeah, but it's, it, the Red Shoe Diaries are like movies and TV shows that were yeah. just softcore porn. So, okay. Starring David Duchovny. Right. you remember correctly? Oh, yeah. That's right. So, yeah. So they led me down and they said, okay, you're going to be part of a gang. Bang. That's what happened. That was the background. You were part, you of were a part? scummy gangbang. I no, fucking no, no, no. guessed it. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wasn't Holy the background. Shit. So basically, they lead us down to the garage and uh, of this huge house in the Pacific Palisades that looked like a. <laughs> oh, at least you got the Pacific Palisades. Yeah, it looked like a, like a space age like Staples uh, building. But uh, they lead us down there. There's like a rubber mattress on the floor, and you know they're like, "You're going to be part of the gangbang. You're not going to do anything. You just stand back and you look thirsty. You know and 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 then they bring in <laughs> this. They they, they they block it, and the girl that's the uh, I don't know what's starlet? primary the starlet. Okay, she comes out. She's this beautiful blonde with tattoos up and down her body, mm-hmm. and uh, she's naked. Like she's naked from the get go. And uh, you know she gets down, and they you know the rehearse scene, and I'm in like the background, and they're like look thirsty, and I'm like I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Did they say that? Like that was their director? Well, they didn't say thirsty. thirsty. That was that was a few. I think it was before thirsty became a term. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, but then at one point, like 
the AD and Zalman King are looking over. And, like, there's there's a guy who was, like – but the scene basically is, like, he – this guy – call, I call him Raul in my story. This guy, he kind of, like – he wants – they're going to do a gangbang, and he gets on top of the girl, and the girl's, like, changes her mind. And there's – so no, no sex happens. Don't you hate when that happens? Right. But that's the whole scene. That's the dramatic scene that we did. Wait, but you had to stand on the wall while it – I feel like that's a pretty significant role. That is a pretty significant in role. The, okay, well, I, I thought you were just going to walk in. The well, no, they, no, they lied. I mean, they lied. Uh, so yeah, they so the, but then they got Raul, and then they at one point the AD and Zalman they start talking to each other and they start pointing at me, and I'm panicking right because my family's <laughs> my my in laws are all LDS. Like this is not something right. I want. And I got these kids. I'm like. <laughs> And like this is like I've been in a ton of things, but I get cut out. I've been cut out of everything. I've been cut okay. out of every. Well, you're panicking thing. at this point as opposed to beforehand. Well, because like, I was just like, so you know how like something, Craigslist something, something happens and you're kind of kind of go with it. You're like kind of go with it, and the whole setup. It's it, they went from, and I was the only one who knew who Zalman King was, right? right. And so the shock of that walking uh-huh. down to blocking, and then like now I'm standing in front. Like everybody's there. The cameras are out. They're blocking the scene. They're lighting it. Right. You can't be like, oh, I don't. I changed my mind. Yeah. I, and I know my car's blocked in, and they got me, you know? And I'm like, what am I supposed <laughs> your to do? Your car's blocked in. That's terrifying. You should have changed your mind just like that gangbang girl changed her mind. No, you know? no. <laughs> okay, well, uh, what I want to know is what what is the scummy outfit you chose? Oh, it's just my regular clothes. Aww. Just my regular clothes. <laughs> <laughs> just my regular clothes. <laughs> Maximo's mind. Like, oh, man. But, yeah, that no. That's the best. Yeah, so, yeah. The so, best so. story ever we've had on this uh, podcast, I think. Yeah. That's the greatest. That's a, that is the greatest. Story. Well, he, he <laughs> fucking awesome, Oscar okay. also, one of his amazing talents is storytelling that's what i mostly do now yeah i mostly do now uh i host storytelling shows i teach storytelling classes it's i like doing it i was doing i mean i've been i've been doing it for a lot so do you do stand up or do you do kind of like those because i I, there's like um uh, before i did stand up i was uh i was a literature major and uh they have like the readings and stuff but uh they, they also have like like uh, I think it's like the moth. Like yeah, you guys, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I work with the moth. Yeah, right, right, right. And then they they have like humor stories, kind of right. That's that's Where what it's I basically do. like a like a comedy show, yeah. but, yeah, but that's, more in that, story form. That's exactly what I do. Yeah, oh, okay. That's what I do. And oh, I run cool. a couple shows. I do the one at the Lexington. Yep. Um, I do the last Tuesday every month, and then I host uh, one at uh, Hey Hey first and third Sundays of every month. Awesome. It's a very different crowd, right? You don't get like the degenerates. You get like people in dresses and shit, you know? Like people who are literary literary people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it it comes from the the poetry reading crowd. They they kind of uh, transfer There there are not a lot of those people. There are quite a bit, actually. Like when I was living in New York, uh, readings would be. That's in New York, though. No, no, it's big here. Yeah, and I I did a show. Well, where are these fucking people? They're everywhere. Jeez. Jeez, I, I, and probably in shows like that, like I, I know it was huge in New York. I don't know the okay. scene here, but like in New York, uh, when certain people were reading, it would just fill up the entire fucking bar. You know, there would be like lines out the door and shit. You know, it's a it's a big thing because the moth is a big thing. So yes. it's a, there's a huge following for storytelling. There's a lot of like, um, uh, what do you call? It? There's a lot of uh, people that are trying to do it, getting out there. But honestly, I think one of the biggest problems is there are not a lot of good open mics here in Los Angeles to mm. do storytelling. Cause There's only a few. Like one, like in New York, they're fucking all over the place. Yeah, they're all over it's, the place. It's such a huge thing in New York. And you could do it at a lot of open You can tell stories a lot of open mics, but people mm. just don't do it. And, you know, the problem with storytelling yeah, it's got to be punchy. I think can't, stand- can't really do it in three minutes. Yeah, yeah. Right? The thing about stand-up, though, that is a little bit, I mean, it's a lot different than open mics, is that you can kind of get 
I mean, most open mics are garbage because there are garbage people there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Preach. Yes. Uh, sorry for people that don't believe that. But uh, storytelling is a lot harder because you you need to perform in front of a good audience. You can't perform an open mic comedy. Like, you know, stand-up mm-hmm. is one of those things. I think if you keep grinding at, grad, grinding at it, you'll get good at it eventually. Right, it's a different beast. I hope so. Well, it's. I it's, think for a majority, because you know what the metric is. The metric right? is three laughs a minute. Yeah. You yeah. know what the metric is. As long as you can get that, th- if you can get that enough times, you can figure that out. Storytelling, it's not. There'll be. I have a lot of friends that do stand up, and they come to me for help storytelling, and you know, they do a long time setting up jokes in the story, right? Because they don't, you know, they have to explain a lot more, right? Uh, and then they get a big laugh. And they freak out because they're not getting the amount of laughs they want. But I'm like, no, everybody's riveted by your story of, you know, whatever, you know. So yeah, it's a very different skill set. Yeah, yeah, but so you need more feedback. You need better feedback. You know, right. I think those are the things why you need to be a writer. You have to know like story beats and shit. You well, know? But also, I think that's that's also liberating with stand up because um, when you're writing a story, you know, it has to all piece together as one unit. Mm-hmm. But with stand up, you can just go from joke to joke. And as long as the, the, the punch is there. Then you could basically do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, I guess, you know, true. Depending on the type of comedian you kind of want to be, you know what I mean? And I think nowadays there's just so many different sort of formulas and, um, uh, what is it? Hannah Gatsby does like storytelling. Everybody's fucking talking about Hannah Gatsby because she does. Um, I still have not heard her shit as of yet. Check it out. Stand up mixed with storytelling. Some people hate her. Some people love her. And that's probably why, because it's um, stand up mixed with storytelling. Like that's. But even is that why people hate her? Yeah, no, because yeah, yeah, that's people don't like her because she's not a true. She doesn't live in one bucket, you know. Mm. But but I think storytelling is a it's a good skill set to have. I I just found that when I was doing stand up, I was doing more stories than stand up because that's just where my. When did you start doing stand up? When I moved back here from Vegas, so. You lived in Vegas. Ten years ago, yeah, probably. Wow. As a Mormon? Oh. Yeah. Mormons are huge in Vegas. Are you kidding me? Wow, I didn't know when that. casinos started out, they hired a bunch of Mormons because they didn't drink mm. or gamble. Oh, that's a so good idea. So casinos were like, oh, we'd rather have you here than anyone else. And they tend to be trustworthy. Yeah, I feel like if you hire a Mormon, they'll always be on time. Yeah, yeah. They're, oh. they tend, they're hard workers. Yeah. They, you know, they're not, they, don't, they don't gamble. They don't drink. They don't do any of their yeah. stuff. So right. they don't fall to the same vices. I mean, because I knew people that worked in casinos that gambled and they would get their paycheck and then put it right back into the casino. And I'm like, what wow, are you, are you, you see how people like I worked in casinos and I'm like, wow. you're insane. Like I don't want to gamble ever. You know, I'm no interest in it whatsoever. I'm so. not a gambler, but I have done craps. Yeah. Craps is fun. But then I'm, I literally be like, Oh, and if the $40 didn't turn into 200 right away, done. But somehow or another, it always turns into that. I don't. And then I, <laughs> you just have very good luck. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm just good at rolling that die. Like I'm just like. Psh, psh. I don't know what the fuck craps is. I don't know what the rules are. I, I've seen it in movies uh, numerous times. I don't know I either. Remember. But people stand around you, and yeah, as and long as you're they, rolling they all the lucky cheer. numbers, they're usually black. And then uh, you throw the dice, and then everybody either cheers. Or are you talking about the people money. being black? Yeah, they're usually black. <laughs> You know, they're usually black or, or Hispanic. I think. I okay. That, the table, those are the I hate to tell you, you, you don't, like, you don't see like so a bunch. It was so white. The table. The, the, really? The, yes. I. You're so. In, funny, in, I, like uh, on the on, in like an alley against the building. Who the hell is in an alley? Just like, fucking craps. movies. No it's movies craps. in general. It's a table. You have yeah. to have a table. No. 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 no, 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 no oh, no. you're talking about. I'm talking like, about fucking street. Die. Yeah, street craps. That's not the shit that you see in movies. Yeah, isn't that just dice? Yeah, that's called. No, no, it's called craps. No, 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 that's called dice. No, no, no. 
but no. you need a casino to play craps. craps. Okay, what, what is craps? How, how does oh the rules God. go for craps? Okay, this is why we're... It's a table, and mm. then it has, like, um, you know, you, you do your bets all the way around, and you're trying to, I think, roll doubles or reach 11, like the nuc- the lucky numbers. This is where luck, lady luck, you know? Okay. And then you stand around. Now, if you do roll that oh, double, with the, okay. they bet with you, right, right. then you're making money for the table. And typically, if you make money for everybody, they'll tip you. That's and it has like that hopscotch money. thing in the middle, right? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. you put down what you think it will go Well, there's that version of craps oh, no, and there's street craps. Sorry, that's another. That's roulette. Yeah, no, that's... Sorry, no, roulette jumped. is something different. Roulette is a uh, No, but you said the ball. little numbers. No, there are numbers yeah. on the... There are numbers are on you, the table. There are numbers that... It's a printed carpet. And there are rules where if you oh, land yeah. on a twelve, you get something. If you land on well, twelve is doubles. If you you can bet, it's either going to land on twelve, it's going to land on doubles, going to land on eight, it's going to land on seven right. craps out, right? It's below or above. Like there's all these rules, and it depends on where you put your money is how much money you yeah. make, right? The but best, you can make a lot. You make a lot. You can make. I think they're thirty to one odds if you hit doubles on like snake eyes or something. You know. And you seem to always win money th- doing craps, huh? Heck yeah! And also, we I get tipped. Yeah, if you why, do, why if, you you're, if you're rolling good, yeah, you rolling get well, down. and then I leave. Who, who tips you? I take my money. Other people at the table. Other oh, patrons. really? Yeah. Wow. Is this so it's a very like, community based. So sort did of... you live in Vegas or was this at a, a Indian casino or? Uh... Oscar, I never lived in no. Vegas. Oh wait, I oh okay. <laughs> oh, no. Where do you what? play cl- craps, Ashley? In in oh, Vegas? Vegas. Oh, okay, oh, Vegas. okay. Never mind. Jeez. Yes, I. Anyways, Oscar, you you were in Vegas and then you moved. From Vegas to LA to start doing right? stand up. Well, it wasn't the reason I moved here, but uh, I, you know, I moved. I was uh, I'd always been performing. I used to work for radio stations as of the live event host, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do, I did that too when I worked at Universal for a little bit, but I got hired specifically at radio stations to do that. Dope, man. Um, did you do something fun at Universal like? Uh, I worked at, well, I worked, for, like backdraft the ride. Well, I, I did draft the ride. not backdraft, but I did pyro for Waterworld, Beetlejuice, Whoa, pyro. and the Wild West Stunt Show. Yeah. Do you have any stories about like stunt men going wild or something? <laughs> Wait, like taking their shirt off. They did that all the time. <laughs> no, I'm sure they they're very debaucherous people. Or I don't know. We should uh, talk about our issues. So. Wait, we should have gotten that out of the way. What, what's that? You have um, stuntman issues? No, like we believe that everybody has like if you get into comedy of sorts, the, the field of it, that, um, you the, know, you have some sort of ailment. Yeah, you have some sort of, usually a, a, a neural ailment of some sort. Oh, yeah, no, that, that's that's probably a given, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. You, if you're any good, then you have, you definitely do. But yeah. um, most open micers have like a, a very like, because, you know, professionals that are, that are very famous, they've kind of learned to, to dial it in and, and be a regular human. But open micers, I feel like it, they're just fucking loose, man. That that neurosis is just out there. You know? well, so they use they're the, the most interesting people. I if feel they like. are just doing open mics, that means they're not good enough to get booked on shows, or right. they're, they're not willing to do the work to get booked on shows. Yeah, exactly. So they're, and they're, they're loose, use, man. Then open mics, and then open mics people don't really—they're just using it as therapy, as a form of therapy. So <laughs> I, oh, I know we we had worst. a girl that would. Uh, but anyways, no, I, I mean, it's, it feels good. I mean, it's a it's a rush to perform. It's a rush yeah. to perform. Like you you want that feeling. Like when you do well you do well you walk off the stage and it's like you're like shaking because you're so excited yeah mm-hmm. but what is what is your ailment because god lord he has um jamie's add mm-hmm. i have add as well mm-hmm. um and maximo um we think you're, has virgin is he a virgin oh well, sorry I'm not i mean yeah sorry that's what i tell my husband um asperger's right yeah yeah uh-huh. okay i can see that 
I mean, I don't know. Undiagnosed. I, I've been in therapy my whole life, so yes. So your whole life, as in like a, as a child. Well, I was not allowed in therapy when I was younger because my mother said that um, that she was worried that if I went to therapy, that my therapist was going to blame me, blame her for my problems. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Whoa. And so I started. Going you know, to, therapists do that a lot. Though. Well, they do, well, they do blame the parents. Well, no, no, no. That was her biggest fear. She would always say that every day. She'd say, "You can't go to therapy," even though everybody at school was like, "You need to see the therapist." And <laughs> so, from like, because why? What troubles were you having? But from like eighteen on, I mm. started seeing a therapist. I'm forty now, so I've been in therapy for twenty two years. You're so lucky. Uh, well, no, I mean to have the therapy. That's yeah, true. Um, but I will say this: that she was right because they do blame my mother. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of therapists, therapist, especially uh, psychoanalysts. They mm-hmm. they blame everything on the fucking parents. Well, I, mean, I guess you can say that everything is your parents' fault because your parents raised you and you're basically a product of your parents. Yeah, right? and I do that but whenever. Yeah, whenever my mom complains to me about something I'm doing, I'm like, "Well, you taught me. I mean, right. so what do you want? What do you want from me? Like well, you're the one." But at the same the time, it's not like they fucking knew and they did it deliberately. That's or the key. You know, that's, is that yeah, that's the key. When you become right. a parent, all of a sudden, you know, like it's not that maybe you may not ever agree with certain things that they did, but at least you have now the lens to comprehend. That they didn't know shit. They didn't of course, know. they were just fucking twenty-something no, dumbasses, just like everybody else is. Yeah, yeah. but it takes time. Yeah, it takes time best, to get yeah. to that moment where, like, I mean, I, come on, guys. I actually thought my parents knew stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, had yeah. I known that earlier, right, I wouldn't right. have put so much like. It's such a realization, right? Because like you're, you're like, oh. hey, I'm my fucking parents' age when they gave birth to me. And I'm a fucking dumbass right now. You know, like I, I couldn't believe they let if me take I had the a baby kid. home. I was like, um, yeah, sure about that's this? it. <laughs> but you have four kids. Yeah, I do. Like, how is that? Like, being in this world, like um, L.A., the entertainment industry, and doing, you know, shows, having kids, being a father, taking care of ch- kids. Like, how do you do it? It's I'm struggling hard. with one. Well, I, you know, my wife, I'm lucky that my wife stays home, right? Okay. Um, and she does her work at home. So she's a musician. Um, so we, we kind of. What does she play? She's a singer and mm. she plays piano. Yeah, in the Mormon community, there, there's a lot of mu- classical musicians. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they because they, they 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 do have this whole idea that you need to be culturally enriched and playing music. You know, because they have music at church, so they encourage people to play piano. But her whole I want to fucking become a Mormon, man. I think that would be uh, fun for like well, a, we for never like a year. The, we yeah. never finished the conversation, <laughs> but like the reason I left the church was because I walked into the temple. And what what temple? What, wait, what temple? The Mormon temple. The, the Mormon she, temple. Uh, yeah, you were Is there only one? Mormon no, temple? no, there are temples all across the yeah. world. Okay. All across the world, mm-hmm. and there only Mormons are allowed inside this temple. Yes, yes. it's white. It's, oh yeah, only Mormons. You have to be. You have to. I had to take classes like that. What I was saying earlier is like you had to like take classes as the end all to be all, and you got this little card that says it's a temple recommend that you carry in your wallet and okay. you sort of show off to all the other Mormons that aren't. Paying tithing, which is you Whoa, the entire time you're yeah when you're when you're Mormon, yeah. you have to pay ten percent of all your income to them consistently, or you're not worthy. Uh, which is, by the way, red flag. By the way, whoa, um, that's well, that's Christianity too. I mean, in no, Christianity, you you're supposed to tithe. Well, you're supposed they, they don't, they don't have enforce to, it. They, they don't enforce it, it but they, they call it tithing, which yeah. is fucking ten. Yeah, but no, no one's means. keeping like the books. Though, no, no, right? yeah, Mormons do. They keep your books. They want your fucking income you tax have, returns. And yeah, shit. they do. They the, wow. the bishop will meet with you. Uh, wow. And settle up, basically. 
right? And if you that's don't settle up, that's a gangster shit, dude. Yeah. That's a gangster well, religion. And you right have there. to show them your taxes, <laughs> and if they if the numbers don't match, uh-huh. they take away your temple recommend, which is like the worst thing you could do to a Mormon because basically it's telling them that you're not worthy. Can you be a casual Mormon? No, no, of course not. You no. can be. You don't have to be a temple recommend Mormon. Okay. You can kind of just come in and up, but it's. They ch- they've changed it recently because they've had a big drop off in membership. But it used to be three hours of church. It used to be an hour of like church service, right? Uh-huh. That you would like you would if you'd ever been to church. You know, people speaking and the mass, singing. basically mass, yeah. And then there was an hour of uh, uh, Sunday school, basically sort of mix. And then an hour of soaking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Let's everybody soak each other's wives. No, no, no. And then it was an hour of uh, the different uh, sexes splitting up. So Whoa. they split. They split you up. Well, because what, what well, happens? Women would like, get together to do yeah. women's congregation. It's, it's oh, they they would do needlepoint on those like churches do, yeah. do a similar thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, like it's the ministries for women, and then there's uh, the male ministries. It's called priesthood for us, and I can't think what the women's stuff. It's uh, relief society. That's what they call it. Yeah, wow, that's society, an interesting. Yeah. What do they What do they do? They talk about each other and like how to get along with each other yeah i mean i don't know what the women did we weren't allowed in there uh but i know that it was relief societies basically it's just to help each other out i mean it, I, I think there's a lot of in most religions a lot of good intentions yeah. that sort of get skewed right and it was really i mean people were super supportive and they always helped each other out like if somebody had a kid you know you would the relief society like one of the things they would do is they and because they're mormons people kept having kids one of the things they would do is that they would consistently like just schedule two people bringing food over after you had a kid. Like, you know how hard it is to mm-hmm. have kids. So the people would just bring, like, KFC or mm-hmm. they would make a, what do you call it, the casserole dish right. or whatever it is. And so that people just, so you constantly had food coming That's in amazing. and people checking in. And you, know, you know what's crazy? That's what they do that in the South. You like, know what's crazy? I have, uh, at 40 years old, I have yet to eat a casserole. I've never had a casserole in my entire oh, life. Oh, man. You, you had a to, woman. Why, you need I don't even know what woman. the fuck a casserole no, is, a man. Woman. I don't know. I... That could help. People always but talk I, about casseroles. I, like, I don't know what the fuck casserole is. They make casseroles all the time. What is oh, casserole? Really? What's well, inside yeah. of a casserole? What's the but, ingredients? But for us, it was basically um, whatever leftovers you have. Okay. Um, in your refrigerator, it's kind of like that meal. You just make a casserole out you of it. You just put everything inside of a but thing and put it in a fucking cook oven? to do it because... That sounds you know disgusting. I mean? No, no. It no. sounds oh, absolutely like, let's gross. Let's say you had leftover, I don't know, a stir fry, right? Like Chinese know. food stir fry? I don't know. And mm. then you've also got some turkey because for whatever reason you guys did a turkey. And then you've got... Um, a pasta, you got some pasta. So right. the the key to putting all the casserole together is the cream that, um, you know, you kind of like butter and stuff. And so it brings, it's like a pot pie. Imagine a pot pie. Yeah, that's okay. a good way to describe that's it. That's what, what it's like. Okay. And it unifies and all of the junk that you have in your fridge well, into one congealed mass. Typically speaking, if someone's making like a, a casserole, they cook. And mm. so it's good food. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, it's mm. hard to, it's hard to mess yeah. those up. You got to cook me a casserole, girl. You know, I would I've never love had one to, before, but I prefer to actually make gumbo. I haven't made it in a long Ooh, time. Ooh, I'm down for some gumbo. Let's and, let's have um, a. We should have an open micers comedy party where we invite luck. our past past luck. Oh no, guests. <laughs> I don't. But, I, but what food. if they don't? But I don't. I was going to say I don't. I don't. Wouldn't trust. Yeah. No. I can't. Especially, I have to say, unless I know a man cooks. No fisting in the party. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> No, no involuntary fisting. Okay, voluntary fisting is is um, can do that. Side note: Before we get back on on why you left the LSD um, or LDS, oh. I'm dyslexic. Okay, is um, what is your favorite dishes, guys? Because mine is gumbo. Favorite dishes like food? Just a dish. 
Um, I like something called, right now, it, it changes, but I, I like something called dandan noodles, yeah, which is a Chinese dish from Shanghai. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a peanut butter spaghetti, essentially. Okay. So it's like a I've peanut butter oh, a base, and it's thick and creamy and fucking delicious. And I just, oh, I get a fucking boner every time I eat it. It's awesome. <laughs> Anyone else? Oscar? Well, I mean, it rotates for me, but off the top of my head, uh, sh- shrimp scampi. That is so funny. It's so yeah. fancy. Shrimp scampi. I know, that's bougie as fuck. Yeah. Shrimp scampi is just seared shrimp, isn't it? I wouldn't expect it? anything yeah. other than that. <laughs> like, you're like, shrimp scampi today. I, I, I would have sworn you would have said fried tomorrow. chicken. Because you that love was, uh, fried my chicken. my number two, but I don't know. I'm feeling sh- like shrimp scampi today. Well, what's your number one? I mean, off the top of my head, I, I, I can't say one is number one. Oh, actually, now <laughs> I know what's my number one. It's... um. Like uh, that's the, the spicy curry at Curry House. Like that's just really delicious. It's very specific. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Oscar? What are you What are you eating? Generally eating? speaking, it's always soup, some type of soup. Really? What kind, what kind of soup? I just like soup. Just, just general chicken noodle. Chicken noodle. Yeah, I just oh, like yeah. it's. It's always like some type of soup is at the top of my list. I have a soup place. I mean, it's not a soup place. It's meat in Paris. You, I'm sure you heard of it. No, I haven't. Never heard of it. Oh well, there's two different ones, but I guess they're not related. Hmm. Um, they make. I don't know how both of them make it. A carrot with like ginger and some other stuff soup. Mm-hmm. And mind you, I didn't grow up on soups, but it is delish. Like amazing. Okay. I love it. I had to share that because I don't Meet feel like. Meat in Paris is called? Meat in Paris. I'm in. It, uh, oh, sorry, I just, I don't know what it is. I, I, I mean, I, I don't have some sort of weird cultural thing. Maybe because you don't have soup. to chew that much. It's like a. Like it's very easy food. You just you just yeah, swallow sure. it essentially, right? Um, it's still food. It's not like you're drinking this anything. This is probably why you had so much stomach problems. Yeah. <laughs> right. Not soup, man. What kind of Ch- soup are you chicken eating? noodle? If you if you're eating chicken noodle, those carrots are basically mush. The celery is mush. The noodle is mush. Whoa! What you just sort basically of soup swallow are you getting? That chicken, chicken noodle will be heartier. It's supposed to be hearty. Mm, hearty soup. So. Yeah. No, you're supposed to chew See, stuff, man. Yeah. I, 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 what are you pureeing? Like all your? I just soups? buy it from the fucking uh, the buckets. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just, I just like, don't eat it fresh. So. Oh, That's I ate it really fresh. Nice. I ate it, it's always good and chunky. And you're talking delicious. about he's talking about canned soups. Oh, can, yeah. No one was talking about. No one. No one's talking about. Well, that's that's. I don't fucking eat casserole, and all my soup is from cans. I'm sorry, man. It sounds like you don't eat home made food i eat homemade asian food but i don't eat homemade oh. white, white people food everything is basically like like my entire experience with um with like white people food is has basically since all the way up to like 18 was basically hungry man dinners oh my know? god so like salisbury dinners? steak and like you know uh lasagna and meatloaf and shit like that right? well, I, I always refer to white people food as ethnic food to my wife <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing that uh, mormons have they're called funeral potatoes Funeral potatoes, but it's like basically like hash brown mashed oh. potato stuff. They they just normally serve them at funerals, so they're called funeral potatoes. That's that's <laughs> the only reason they're called that. Wait, is it's it it's, it's hash brown? So it's basically like shredded. It's like shredded oh, gratin stuff. It's hard to describe because mm. it's its own little thing, right? They're fantastic from mm. a vodka. Uh, it's like taking oh, potato pan- a, potato yeah. pancakes, right? Like mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's more casserole-y. Yeah. Oh, it's more okay. casserole-y. Again, it's with the more fucking different. casseroles. I fucking got to eat a casserole, goddammit. Date a white girl, man. I, 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 have, I have dated white girls. A white girl uh, made me a roast. That was the first roast I've ever had. She made me an okra pie. It was the first okra pie I've ever had. But she never made me a casserole. We uh, broke up well, before. 
She could make me a fucking casserole. I feel like a casserole is definitely or, not something that you do early soup. on in the relationship. <laughs> you it's know? like, like it's a one-year monument kind of thing. Like once you pass a year. It's not a big deal, but it definitely means that that person usually can cook. Is what I'm saying. You know, uh, like they usually enjoy. It. I don't. I don't see like. Oh, I've this never girl had could friends. fucking cook. She fucking cooked me shit every time I went over there. It was awesome. Yeah. Guess it wasn't. She enough. made me a roast. That's that's Damn, some. Why did you guys break up? What did you say to her? I moved away. Oh. That was basically. Dang, why we you broke said up. deuces. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she was good. She was a good, uh, good little girl. Okay, good sub- I, Southern girl. I can't be left on like this cliffhanger. So, why did you leave? Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, you were in the like, temple. You were to. telling us about this white temple that only. Well, I, I could. I wish I could tell you what happens in the temple, but when I went in there, I had to swear that I wouldn't talk about what happened in the temple, or they would get me open. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Again, some more Scientology now shit, you, man. You make a promise. You put your hand on the Book of Mormon and say that you won't talk about what happens inside the temple or they will cut you open and rip out your interest. The first rule of Mormonism is you do not Dang. talk about Mormonism. Yeah. But Whoa, basically, like, basically, I walk in there and we start doing all these things inside the temple. Nothing... Hmm. Like ritualistic things, not, but I mean, not not like we're like no animals were involved. No just, animal blood on your face, or yeah. Like that. They they just kind of get deeper into the tr- real beliefs of you know, like in Scientology, mm, the layers that you get high. The higher you get, the more truth, quote unquote, mm-hmm. gets revealed. And eventually, in Scientology, people come from volcanoes, right? Let's let's right. let's sort of. Let's sort of just adjust that thought process that Mormons basically have their own version of that. Okay. And that's what I, mean, I wasn't learned. The, wasn't that revealed kind of from the Book of Mormon with the underpants and the, the secret tablets? Oh, I had I had underpants, yeah. You, I, the, I wore, the, you had the secret underpants? I wore the magic underwear, yeah. yeah. Did you know about this, Ashley? There's secret underpants in Mormonism. No, because yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't go see the book. I wanted to see it, but it was it was sold out. Yeah, the, yeah. But Mormons have to be temple worthy. The other thing you have to do is you have to wear garments that basically they're just the shorts, underwear, your underwear, and an undershirt, magic underpants. Yeah, and they're they're symbolic of your closeness to God and stuff like that. So, any Mormon that's worthy is allowed to wear that stuff. Wow, and, and if you're not worthy, you just aren't in burn. Therapy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's it's interesting because like I um I feel like we all have had our encounters with a religion of right. some sort, like whether or not you practice or it was just something your family. Yeah, did. I was a youth group pastor, or uh, not a pastor, but a youth group leader. Okay, yeah. well, I was raised in the church, so I mean, I'm I think the church does so many amazing. Were you, were you things. raised in like a black church? Duh. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, too, because my parents are separate. So I did, um, you know, it's your grandparents that typically introduce, you know. And so Presbyterian and um, Methodist. And then when we travel, there's always a Baptist, which is in- crazy. Yeah, Baptist churches are it's fucking wild, man. It's yeah. just intense. Baptism is like the most like fire and brimstone. Like, you better do this shit or you're going to go to hell kind of. It's by the Bible Belt. Usually you hit that by the Bible Belt. But, mm. but the Presbyterian church um, is probably, I would say, most close to like the Catholic church. Kind of like it's very boring. But it's very, like you're, we still sung hymns, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like we and we did all the stuff. But, but it, was, it was a black. That one was not the black church. No, right? they're all black. Churches. Oh, they were both black churches. Yeah. Okay. I was in Detroit. But what I'm getting. Well, at, what is the one with the choir and like the fucking? All of them have choirs. Okay, so they're all kind of uh, the the way that they're portrayed in movies. No, you know. I think you're talking about specifically. Usually, the Baptist church does have an amazing choir. Mm-hmm. Where there's a lot of like jumping around and catching the Holy that, Spirit. Right, right, yeah, yeah. That's baptism. Or that's no, the that's bat- just catching the Holy Spirit. Oh, okay. So that's in all churches. No. That, that allow, not all churches allow that. Mm, okay. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is just that um, 
you become so used to religion and then all of a sudden i don't know your eyes sort of like wake up and you start interpreting these things as like just words you know like and taking the direct meaning and not someone's interpretation and it becomes really scary that you're not allowed to like you have to believe all these things but you're not allowed to believe that there's energy around you or that um i don't know just like everything else outside of religion is not acceptable but but from what we learn there's like the real parts of, you know what I mean? Like the eerie aspects of, or the magic, the magic that's even in there, like the books that have taken out of the Bible. I don't know. It's just weird that everyone goes to the same cycle where you start asking questions or you, you lose that connection. Yeah. Mormons, you know? Mormons actually have a thing where they say you, if you read something that you don't believe, don't research it, just pray about it. That's <laughs> <laughs> something that they do. You know, the Mormons twice a year do like a satellite conference. Um, it's a lot easier now, but, Eight years ago, they were still sort of weeding out to the internet, but uh, do a satellite conference where the, all the leaders of the church talk. You take the weekend off, and it's two days of watching old white men talk to you about problems that the church has been having, or inspirational talks, or whatever. It Wait is. a minute, they talk to the the people they do a global, of the church, yeah, global broadcast twice a year, and and they just answer questions that uh, no, no, people... it's just people just like the the there's a prophet because that's the thing that they believe that Church of Latter Day Saints is that. Uh, there is a prophet that is still alive and should be. Have you guys found that prophet? Is yeah, it like yeah, a, a it. Dalai Lama? It starts with Joseph Smith and it goes down the line. Wow. So it's a, it's a bloodline day. thing. No, no. The no. bloodline, there was a church. There were people that believed the bloodline stuff and those became. Seventh day. No, no, no. They're, they, basically, they became uh, the polygamists. They're yeah, the, the people FL, that they, FLDS. Yeah. Thank, thank you. That's what it is. So how do they how do they choose the 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 you know an the prophet? Old, an old white man dies, and then another old white man moves on up. So they just kind of vote on this person. I don't remember know what the process. I don't remember what the process is, but it's this usually, is so fast. I had no have, fucking idea. It's yeah, like yeah. a pope, basically. Right? But it's like a pope, but but the, but the way the church is set up is set up like you know Jesus in the Bible. So there's there's the prophet, right? And then there's twelve apostles. Okay. And then those from the apostles, somebody kind of moves up when the usually when the person dies. Gotcha. So I, I don't, I can't think of any of the prophets, and it's only like a hundred years or something that it's right. been happening. But I can't. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to get a laugh. I was trying to get a laugh. Oh my gosh! I was trying to get a laugh. And then you started moving more slowly. Um, but basically, they just choose a prophet, um, and then the prophet. And the thing is, like any time a prophet kind of comes on. Mm-hmm. They're, they usually have, even though they're all being told what to do by God, quote unquote, uh, they all have vastly different ideas of what God wants, right? Right. So the prophet that, when I was a member of the church, his name was Gordon B. Hinckley, and he was like an old guy. I mean, they're all super racist. Yeah, that just sounds like an right? 80-year-old white man. Yeah, yeah. But, but he no, was actually... The Gordon B. Hinckley. <laughs> <You know>? Like, <laughs> yeah, that is, is there any other... Can you imagine like a Mexican person named Gordon Hinckley? No. You know? But he was, he was, I will say that he was a very calming person. Like, he talked very slowly, very, and he was, generally speaking, you know, even though he was old, you know, old white guy and had old white guy beliefs, there was something about him that was very comforting and made me feel like they could trust the church. And uh, it wasn't until he passed away and then President Monson, I still remember all these people, and President Monson was one of the reasons I joined the church was he would do these speeches and he was so inspiring and he was funny and he had a lot of personality. But when he became the prophet, that was right around prop 
eight was it with the gay mm. things I, I i was pretty much out by then anyways but so mormons are against the gays oh they yeah they went whole hog against the gay marriage stuff because hmm. they didn't want gay marriages in their temple which is stupid i mean in terms of belief like political belief do you think mormons are pretty much aligned with uh, the fundamentalist christians yeah yeah but fundamentalist fundamentalist christians don't consider mormons christian Mm. Yeah, but the yeah. beliefs kind of line up. They do. They, they, they politically. At that's least. why they don't like to be referred to as Mormons. They want to be no, known as Church of Christ people. Right. So that's the thing. Yeah. So um, earlier you were talking about like that. Um, you had kids, and I, I honestly, I'm sorry, it's not very often that we have someone else on the show mm. that has. Yeah, you're all alone, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so first, tell us what did you guys do for Father's Day? I mean, come on, Happy Father's Day! Like, what did I do for Father's Day? Yeah. I told them to leave me alone so I could play video games. Yeah, Father's Day is Father's Day is like a is like a stepchild holiday. You know, like nobody celebrates Father's Day. Father's uh, we had we had steak and what? potatoes at our house. We had steak yeah, and it's like there. you know that that's that's what you do on Father's Day. You have like a slightly more fancy meal. You know, yeah, or, it's not Mother's Day. Mother's Day, everyone goes. Mother's Day, everybody goes. Yeah, everybody, you buy shit, you fucking take them somewhere, you just do, not, you know, Father's then, Day is like whatever. Yeah, I got yeah. it. I got And in the defense of my wife, it's actually a really good gift, but she just got me some salsa and chips because that's my favorite thing to do. But we used to have a very young kid, but I have four kids, and so I, my kids like what I like to eat so <laughs> they will eat any like if fruit comes into the house like i have to be around when they take it out of the bag <laughs> or i don't get any fruit but one of my favorite things to eat is chips and salsa but my kids like chips and they don't like salsa but three of How them dare they I know, three of <laughs> them will just they? eat a whole bag of chips throughout the day right what is wrong with your kids man that doesn't Whoa. make any sense why how could you eat chips by themselves w- yeah. without the salsa i know so but what father's day father's day we had i had chips and salsa. doritos <laughs> Watched a, bunch, watched a bunch of Star Trek because I'm a nerd. A um, new one? I liked Star Trek. I'm the, watching. No, I'm, I'm starting a podcast. Oh, look at another plug. DS9Rewind.com, um, which is coming, by the way. Uh, but Ooh. basically, I've never but back seen. Back up. Star Trek, the new Star Trek no, that's no, coming no, out? No, or the old? DS9. Okay. DS9. Because I've never seen DS9. I've seen every DS9. other. Yeah. I've never seen. 90s. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I've never seen any of that stuff. And so I was talking to a buddy of mine. Uh, talking to a buddy of mine, and he and I, he used to run a Star Trek podcast, and I was like, oh, I've never seen it. And so we were talking about it, and he's like, well, let's watch You watch it, and I've already watched it, and we'll just do a podcast about it. And, awesome. And like that sounds it. like fun, man. I'll tune in. I want to be on your DS9 podcast. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. We're going to record our first episode this weekend. So Very cool. Fun. Very cool. Uh, but uh, So, yeah, so I watched a bunch of Star Trek, um, and then we had a piñata. Whoa! Did you go? Yeah, you know, what, what type of pinata? As a uh, Optimus Prime, the the, the, the pinata was sort of a my son and my nephew. They were born five days apart. My nephew was born on a Monday, and my son was born on Friday the thirteenth. So they're twins. They're not twins. They're, no, that's not I'm how it saying, works. Uh, yeah, but they. Uh, that's not how biology works. We should, we'll have. We'll talk off air. Okay. Um, but I had a. I you know like I you know I know where to get cheap pinatas. You know like you don't get spend forty dollars. I paid fifty dollars on a pinata that's like. As tall as when you buy a pinata, are they pre-filled or do you have to fill them? You yourself? You have to fill them yourself. They're not pre-filled. So you you're spending forty dollars on a pinata no. that's not even filled up. Well, yeah, but I got mine for fifteen. So. Fifteen, oh. not filled up. So a regular price pinata is like forty bucks. A small one. If you go to a white people store, it's like, like forty dollars. Like Vons is expensive. Vons has pinatas. Yeah, they're on the top. 
Um, usually, this is odd that I know this. They're on top of down the frozen sales? aisle. Yeah. <laughs> if you were gonna go, yeah. If you want, you know, you're right. You're 100 percent right. <laughs> so those, those pinatas <laughs> are 50 dollars. You're saying? Yeah, they are. That's <laughs> way over. That's the little one. That's probably the most expensive thing at Vons that you can like, possibly buy, right? It's just cardboard and glitter. No, no right? meat. No. No, it's, it's cardboard and the little things of yeah, tissue frilly, paper. That frilly are, well, yeah, that's what I was like. I went, I walked in, going, "Oh, they have pinatas here," and I'm like, "That's a little one. How much could it be? Like fifty bucks? Fuck you!" And those are the ones that are the same, like not getting creative. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I drive down the street to like a Hispanic area and they're yes. a party store, and they're like, "Oh yeah, here's a twelve foot transformer for ten dollars." Yes. Oh, you I know? I love. I used to shop at Vallarta. Yeah. When yeah, I lived yeah. by one, like yeah. I am down. Yeah, and if I were buying a pinata, I would want to buy a shittier pinata because I d- I wouldn't want those kids swinging that stick for like long periods oh, of time. You don't want like a good build quality oh, on your pinata, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> you no, want I, it to burst <laughs> immediately, right? I, yeah, that, that was the thing. Like, really? I, really? Yeah. You don't yeah. want to them to save for the brutality. No, like, because they'll fucking like some. <laughs> the longer you have a kid with a stick, the the more danger that you put yourself and everybody oh, you else. Oh, don't want to get sued. Yeah, it's gonna be problem. Of course. Okay. When yeah. you were a kid, you hit a pinata. Or as an adult. Of course, I have. Yeah. yeah. As, as an adult. A kid? Yeah, as a kid. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's, it's one of the great joys in life. Really, I, I found it very underwhelming when I hit that pinata. How old were you when you did it? <laughs> I believe I was like, uh, oh, so this is the, my, it was my best friend, and uh, I hit the pinata and I broke it, and he didn't. It was his birthday on his mm. birthday party, so he didn't get to hit the pinata, so he like. He dove for the candy and then realized that he didn't get to hit the pinata and then started crying and then ran away. <laughs> so oh, and then you felt maybe, maybe that's why it felt so underwhelming. But well, who who's running that pinata, man? That's right. not how it works. Why you're not supposed to go first? The birthday child. The birthday to go. goes first. No, I was like third. I don't know. He was like fourth or something. No. Yeah, you're supposed oh, to do whoa, it. Oh, his what parents were having. Who was your parent? Who was that parent? <laughs> they were uh, they were ginger kids, so they probably don't know what they're uh, doing. Here <laughs> he goes. Yeah, he, I'm telling you, he he loves it. He lives like Jamie lives through this thrill. <laughs> I know, but in your defense, a white person should not. Yeah, because that, that's what happened. Like, because I didn't want to do the pinata, and my brother-in-law said it. I told my brother-in-law to set it up, but my wife's like, "You got to come out here. We don't know what we're doing." And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> I walk out there, and they're just all like, you know, pinatas upside down. It's the blonde is on fire. They just assume that you know everything about pinatas. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh my god, we don't know what we're doing. You have to come help no, no, no. us. But he, we have she a pinata right. emergency. Oscar. She was right. She was right. I mean, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> they weren't spinning the children around. Oh. There was no blindfold. Whoa. This whole thing. There were no, no blindfolds. Blindfold. Why yeah. would you spin them around if there was no blindfolds? Well, no, that's the idea. They're trying to spin them around, make them dizzy. Yeah, we do it both. Yeah, but that's, yeah. No. yeah, but you had you need a blindfold. The older yes. kids, you spin more. You know what I mean? You do this whole you do you push the pinata into people. Like there's a whole system. There's a system. You push the pinata into people. Oh my god! This is why you don't do ginger pinatas, yeah, man. Yeah, that's just cruel, man. No, it's fun. You do with the older kids, not the younger kids. With those the sharp kids. edges. Like if you have an Optimus Prime with all those sharp edges, that'll fucking what is take Black a, Mirror? Take an what, eye out. What are you out, talking like? about? What is, they're safe, man. These yeah. are safe. Yeah, pinatas are what safe. Your... Where did, maybe the Vaughn's ginger pinata. No, yeah, the corner of a, of a cardboard box. If that gets you right in the fucking iris, well, you don't take an eye out. You're not having kids. Okay, yeah. Let's, Period. Let's, like, we're all going to give a one shot in about, the nuts. Let's talk about me. I don't we're want all going to punch you in the nuts. Oh, you want one? I want to hit a pinata in my 40s, man. That's what well, I we can do. do. When you do your party, I'll come over and I'll run the pinata game. <laughs> yeah. Just make sure you don't poke my fucking eye out with I'm that Optimus Prime. Fucking eye, no, man. his dream pinata would be like, we'd stuff it with just amazing drugs, huh? 
like some shrooms. Oh, some mushrooms. Something. Yeah, I'd fucking. The whole thing. That'd be awesome. Right. That, that's some, you don't uh, want to take it before though, because before you don't want to have sticks and blindfolds. <laughs> you have mushrooms. You know about some pinatas? Burning Man pinata. <laughs> The candy in them because they're always the shittiest candy. No. But that's dependent on that's, the on the because the, the pinatas yeah, are know. empty, right? You fill the pinata. You're supposed to put other stuff like but money. But I'm just saying, like yeah, you put every, money. You every put pinata I've money? ever fucked up yes. had shitty candy. Well, that's because you had shitty people that filled. <laughs> yeah, that. that's what it sounds like. <laughs> okay, so uh, the pinatas that you've hit in your life, Maxima, what ethnicity were they? Uh, Filipino. What? Yeah, oh, Filipino. Well, that's oh, your problem. People who put the okay. I was wait, like, wait, wait. Filipinos are basically Mexican. Well, so no. Mexican. Yeah, no. they're basically Mexican. Oh, Jamie, no. we are just Spanish, digging ourselves. Right? No, this is so racist. I mean, do, do you have pinatas in uh, Filipino culture? Is that like a thing? Yeah, yeah. Are they different for, somehow? No, we did it exactly the way you should with the blindfold spinning. So that culture yeah. kind of transported it over transports. to Filipino like without any changes huh? yeah that's Isn't right kar- karaoke's pretty big in um, the Philippines yeah it is they do it in malls and it's parties every Filipino yeah. party um, the family I've gone to always was I mean honestly at least 50 people there and karaoke was absolutely <laughs> on the it- itinerary and I, I kid you not like not one occasion uh, and I love karaoke so I was right at home so. yeah karaoke is big everywhere though yeah. no no yeah, no, where is it not big? Maybe like Hispanic cultures. Hispanic culture is not. Yeah. I grew up in an Asian neighborhood though, so I mm. I did a lot of karaoke when I was younger. Yeah, I grew up in Monterey Park here in LA. Monterey Park. That's yeah. where I go to eat my ramen and uh, uh, noodles yeah. and Chinese food and dim sum and all that shit. Best place. Where's your favorite Ooh. dim sum place? What's your favorite dim sum place? Uh, my favorite dim sum place is probably on the Arcadia Mall, Din Tai Fun. Din Tai Fun. And that is that's a dumplings though, man. That's not really uh, same shit. Uh, no. No, I yeah, fucking slap you. I'm gonna same fucking. Kill him. I'm gonna well, break what you. do you get when you go to a dim sum? You get fucking dumplings. Soup dumplings. Soup most dumplings. Of the time. Those are soup dumplings. Though. It's called shalompao, and they have those everywhere. Yeah, but yeah. they're soup dumplings. Wait, uh, is uh, that where it comes on a spoon and then you? Yeah, suck that's the stuff a soup out? dumpling. That's no, different. soup dumpling is actually a dumpling that has soup inside of it. So when yeah. you bite yeah. into it, the soup like pours out of your. I like Lunage. Lunage is like my favorite dumpling. Lunage, yeah, Lunage is really good for dim sum. Yeah. No, but I didn't like eating the dough that it was in, so I would just drink the soup out. How dare you? That's the whole fun of it. It's dare you. Actually. No, it's but dare you. the place that, you know that's to like? my credit, the place I was going to is downtown near the um, Staples Center. Well, they have worms in there? <laughs> I just didn't feel <laughs> like eating the dough. Yeah, wor- wormy dough? I, it, that's different. You're right. It's different. You know what I mean? Din Tai Fung is a bougie place, but the food is really good. Uh-huh. Uh, Lunage is kind of bougie too, but the food is really good. Yeah. Do you like cat uh, sushi? Do you guys like katsuya? I've had kids. It's okay. The one out here. No, the one in the valley, the original no. one. Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. I don't it's know. Right. I don't. It's like, you know, that's for white people. White people like that shit. Well, I feel like you guys needed to send me in the direction of um, some good shit. Because yeah. I, those are the spots that I was going good, to. Good ass Chinese food. <laughs> well, that, that has always been, whenever I've traveled or I've lived in another city, it's always been a challenge because I don't look like I would know what good Chinese food is, mm. you know, but I do. And I get very angry when someone sends me to a place with terrible noodles. Oh, no. the noodles. Or, 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 kill. Uh, or, or orange chicken. <laughs> uh, yeah, but most places are stuck having to make orange chicken now because everybody wants... My kids, that is like, true. Yeah. My kids are like, oh, I don't want to eat here unless there's orange chicken. I'm like... Oh, I don't, I don't like... But the real Chinese places are like, fuck that. We're not making orange chicken. I know, I know. Fuck that. But I can't take any... It's like battered chicken. Yeah. yeah, it's just gross. It's like KFC chicken. It's gross. And then that... Do they do they color the orange Yeah, get- it's orange sauce, yeah. Uh, Let's do bits, guys. Let's okay. do bits. You can start. Who's got bits? Oh, what? I, I have I have two observations, not quite bits. Okay. Um, this is just uh, Oscar. This is where we talk about a bit that we're thinking of or something that we think might be funny, and then 
We tell people and then uh, nobody laughs. Oh, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Oh, wait, are, am I supposed to be like an open mic? Hold on, let me get on my phone while you guys are doing bits. I'm going to look at my phone while you're doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just uh, one observ- <laughs> two observations that I've uh, thought of is uh, why is the why is the top-rated porn always the worst porn? Why? I don't know. Yeah. But it's just an observation. You know, like yeah, whenever you, that. whenever How you like, is it? whenever you uh, filter uh, uh, filter porn by like category, like oh, I want to see Asian porn, and then you're like, ooh, let's see the best porn of all time. You know, yeah, <laughs> like all time best you know, it's, porn. It is this. It's it's just like the way you know politicians are elected in a way. Well, <laughs> it, it, it just narrows down to this milk toast, very mainstream thing that. Appeals to nobody. Really. And, and sometimes yeah. it's just the worst porn. It's like an yeah. amateur porn shot at a horrible angle with bad lighting, and the girl's not even that hot, you know. And that's like the number really? one porn You'd of say all time. That's the number one. Uh, yeah, look, look at next time you go to a porn like no, website. The number one is usually like just generic kind of milf porn with like really fake boobs. And Where's mm-hmm. sorry guys? Yeah. So what? What is what's porn? the funny part? What is, <laughs> like, what is what porn is though? Punch I'm not sure. I don't have a punchline. It's just an oh. observation no that I've had. Line? No, I know. Yeah. No, no. I mean, I guess I wasn't saying that it had to have a punchline, but like, I, I get jokes that jokes I generally do have punchlines. But I get that, um, like, where it was coming from. But I don't know, Jamie. I guess on that one is what I'm trying to say. It, there's no strike of familiarity because you probably don't uh, categorize porn. No, that I, much. I look at the percentages. <laughs> do you look at the percentages? The likes versus like, I mean, I'm I don't even have do time to watch porn, but I'm just saying that when I have do you go to porn, do you have porn categories like if when you watch porn because I know you're a casual casual porn viewer, yeah. right? Do you have categories of porn that you go to, or do you just look at the 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 most popular list? No, I'd go to my categories. You go to categories, right? Yeah. And then uh, there's that little filter on usually like the top part where mm-hmm. it says like categorized by most recent or most viewed or best I rated. I don't think know? I'm looking at all that. I think I just scroll until yeah. I find something that. Well, I, I, I go I go through categories, right? And I always go through uh, most viewed, and then they have options from most viewed, which is like recent. And then within 30 days, and then all time, which means the oh. entire time porn has existed, this is the most popular fucking porn video ever. And that generally is the worst porn video. It's one that you just don't want to watch. Okay, let's hear okay. your other bit. Yeah. Or do oh. you have one? Okay, I have one. Yeah, you go. Um, okay, so boomers, you know, they, they talk, they like to talk all the time. Like, oh, kids these days, they get these, these participation trophies. Well, I, I've lived throughout my life and i have never gotten <laughs> this mythical participation because you don't trophy. participate in shit no, no like i i feel entitled to this fucking you have to you have to participate trophy. in order to fucking get a participation no, I, trophy. I i i participate you have participated i've never gotten a fucking participation i can't see you trophy. participating in like soccer or anything as a kid Wait, like, I, saying, I don't so think as that an happened adult, you want a ribbon still <laughs> <laughs> I, I I just want my fucking participation trophy. That's a paycheck. Because <laughs> boomers yeah, yeah, have yeah. promised me my participation trophy. Did you do sports I've as never a kid? It. No. Or a debate club? But I I did um I I did do uh anime club. <laughs> did you get a participation yeah. certificate? No, there's no contest, go. man. Yeah, there's you you've got to be in a place where you where they care if you participate. Yeah, anime again. club, they nobody wants you there. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. I think it's honestly like I'm not. I'm not gonna tell my child like if they didn't participate, I'll just you know you you didn't participate. Like you don't get a just you were on the team. Yeah, and I don't understand that at all. I don't. I don't get that. I. I think I'm. I. I've gotten like I remember at the award ceremony, 
they would go down when I used to play sports when I was a child, obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) not now. Um, but when I was a child, they would play sports and they had like 12 plays. Like we had 12 place trophies, Mm -mm. not participation trophies, but like, you know, (laughs) you were just one place. What? It was place. Yeah. But it was like, but it was like basically like you were part of the league. It was part of the league trophy, but not like that's essentially a participation trophy, but it wasn't, it didn't say participation. But this isn't real life. Like it's not like it's really preparing children for something that ideally happens. I will say though, I will say though. The difference between a participation trophy and a 12th place trophy is the number 12. <laughs> no, it's like, it's, I'm, I'm not trying to, to tie, but like, are there I 12 people on the team? Is that how big the team is? No, no, no. Then but, that's a fucking participation trophy. But what I'm saying is like, I, I remember looking at, and it wasn't 12th place, or it was whatever it was, but I remember looking at like fourth or fifth place where I got thinking, I wish it was higher. Right, but if I had gotten just like thanks for participating, I wouldn't have given a shit. Oh, right? I see the psychology behind it. it I just does think kind of... to me as a kid, if I mm. got when, when when I did get like those lower trophies, right. it was good for me to be able to look and be like, I want to do better. But if I just got a thanks for coming, I probably would have been like thanks and just shoved it, thrown it away. You know, <sighs> if everybody got participation trophies, everybody would have a trophy room. <laughs> just think about that, and then they have true. nowhere to donate them to. Trophies are uh, overrated, by the way. They're just I don't know. Like it's kind of cool going home and things. looking at them. Hmm. If, if you have, yeah. I don't have. I have a couple, but you well. know what? I never wanted the participation things. I'd be like, I, I didn't earn that. Like, I don't know what uh, that is. Yeah, I don't think I ever, ever got a participation trophy. I mean, I got mean? trophies for playing sports and stuff. But I for us, we're probably a generation before that. Like that, that didn't happen in our. People were getting fucked up in our generation. We had a other, we had a, like a, a we had a pretty fucked up generation. I think. You know. Okay. What would compared be, to um, now, for sure. What yeah. would be a participation trophy wife? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, a participation. <laughs> that's, trophy. A that's a good bit. That's, that's a good, good premise. Yeah, that's yeah. A good premise. Yeah. 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 Okay. So but I don't know what it is. I don't yeah. know what the. Yeah, you'd have to create that. Ashley, what's your bit? You have uh, a bit. I my phone. Um. What's an, What's an idea that you have stirring in your head? Oh, I ha- oh, okay. Um, I was driving actually the other day from here. And I was getting pissed off when I realized that I hate people who drive retired cop cars. Retired like, yeah, cop cars? Yeah. Hated. Like, and, and the thing is, because you think that it's a cop car, but it's not. And you know what? I wish that was fully the issue. The other issue is that they're aware that it looks like a cop car. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're aware that it's late <laughs> at night, and they start fucking with you, uh-huh. and that like um, they won't. They start like hovering next to you in a way where you can't speed up. You know, you don't know what the fuck's going. Like, are you about? You know, but they won't pull far enough in it. Uh, in front of you so you could see that it's california exempt or not and keep it pushing right. and it's so annoying and then they start driving illegally so you're convinced you know they do <laughs> random shit like ah, oh, maybe i will go through the light this time just uh, you know and i'm like fuck you why didn't you paint it at least and why do you still have the antenna like why <laughs> there's God. a there's a security <laughs> <Sorry>. guy <laughs> <laughs> How much are those cop cop cars? Four hundred. I don't know. Do you think they're expensive? I, I looked into buying one. They're, che- they're expensive. Younger, they're cheap. Yeah. They're cheap, right? Yeah, they're cheap. So what's the what's the profile of the person that drives uh, an out like of commission weed. cop car? I think a douchebag. It was a it was a, guy, it was it was a white guy. Uh, with, a guy. And he had always glasses. Um, I've never seen a woman drive one of those. Cars. Oh, it's so annoying. A mer- like a like they just they have to be off in in some societal way. Right? Those cars still have like the the CB radio, right? So they can tell like if a cop's coming. I mean, too. I I don't I'm not positive. I think they usually take that sort no, of stuff off. No, they take all the stuff out. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I um, literally looked into buying one when I was <laughs> yeah. a teenager. Yeah, I would so, assume they don't have this. So it's pretty annoying when they radio. have that stuff uh, or um, just like 
they leave the paint. I don't know. Just like you, because the thing yeah, is, the paint, I don't think they're a cop car. I still think black they're white. like an undercover cop car, which yeah, yeah, is worse. White, yeah, you know, yeah. the people who'll just pull you over in a random type of car, like you're driving in a city, I don't know, Victorville. And then next thing you know, a tan car is pulling you over. You know what and I mean? Next thing you know, you're getting fucking, you know, <sighs> uh, hogtied. All right. So that's my on a bit. steak. Yeah. Sounds like it has um, legs. That's got potential. I like that bit. You got anything, Oscar? Anything that's been uh, in your brain lately that you've been mulling over? Not necessarily a finished bit. Well, I mean, I have a couple stories I want to do. One is about accidentally poisoning my family. Um, (laughs) With what? I made some uh, gluten-free cookies. Uh Uh-huh. This was before, like, they had, like, gluten-free flour. Like, this was just right around the time they were making that stuff. <laughs> and my wife had, like, figured out how she could make it better by adding all these different ingredients. So, basically, it was, like, like if you think of gluten-free, gluten-free flour as uh, five different ingredients, uh, I ran out of two of them. So, I just added extra an th- extra thing called xanthan gum. Xanthan oh, gum. That's a lot of stuff. That's the stuff that makes me fart like crazy, man. Well, imagine making making cookies with mostly xanthan gum. Oh god. So what I did was I, I I mixed it up and it was bubbling and strangely warm, and so I added a bunch of chocolate to it. <laughs> and then I baked that's it. the cure for bubbling things. Yeah. You just put chocolate in it. And I baked these cookies, and these were my kids were still young, right? So I baked these cookies with a bunch of chocolate inside of them, and the cookies came out lumpy. I have no way to smooth and lumpy. <laughs> like we like they were like about to explode. It was the weirdest looking thing, and the texture was all wrong. It had a ton of chocolate because I was worried it was going to taste. Did bad. you put egg in it? Yeah, I put oh, everything okay. I was supposed to, but I just put mostly xanthan gum. And yes, I took a bite out of it, and I'm xanthan like, oh, these are gum. gross. But they had chocolate in them, so of course <laughs> my kids ate them, and my wife ate them, and I took some to my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, because oh, I, I was trying to get rid of them, right? Because I didn't want to eat them, and I was like, just eat them. I'm like, no, it's gross. They taste gross. I'm like, oh, it's got chocolate. Uh, and then everyone just had like terrible diarrhea, uh, and I basically like she's like, "What did you put in those cookies?" And the parents with xanthan too much xanthan gum like just clears your system out. That is such a random ingredient. Yeah, I yeah. like it. Yeah. Then and then I think the other thing. So it's a good story. And then the other thing is I I did this when I was on my vacation. There's this big stage up in uh, California Redwood Campground where they originated a lot of storytelling on the West Coast. I'm from Yorka. Yeah, yeah. Redwood, Redwood, uh, Redwood Forest. By the way, if you go camping, nicest campground i've ever been to hot water real mm-hmm. toilets amazing mm-hmm. and like it's in the fucking woods anyway so there's this big stage out there so i walk up to the stage and i look over to my wife and i go do you hear that and i put my hand to my ear my wife's like like is there an animal What's, what do you hear <laughs> and i go it's the stage calling me and then what? i pranced oh. over there and see it's, it's getting good laughs That's it's been getting i've been i've been sort of playing around with that joke to see I, I have to make it into a st- I have to tell the entire trip story just to tell that joke though so no I, I like the part that you also sort of started looking like you would be moving because mm-hmm. that was even funnier just to see you oh the act out the yeah, act yeah. Up. Mm-hmm. yeah I, I do I, I do I like doing stand-up I kind of want to get back into doing it and honestly like I if I wouldn't be I don't I, I think I'm a pretty good storyteller but that comes a lot of that comes from going to open mics Right when I and like knowing that I had to do the work because I know a lot of comics that were very funny that hated going to open mics and didn't want to do the work and they just stopped because they didn't work at it you know so I think open mm-hmm. mics are important to go to are we supposed to do this like open mic push I'm doing open mic push I'm no you don't have mm-hmm. to no yeah. sometimes honestly yeah we don't talk about comedy most of the time it, but <laughs> <laughs> we know it's called the but comedy but we have podcast. we started yeah we had a request yeah. 
from a guest. But um, yeah, that's dope. I mean, you know, it, not to get jump on the open micer um, everything, but it's interesting because it's a love hate relationship. Like you, you know, you need to go right, but it's the only part that you have to meet people in your field because at the shows, people are in and out. You know what I mean? Like it's not like there's a powwow before. I mean. Actually, that's yeah, plus a lot of people don't get don't even get booked in shows. Like, if you do open mics, then you get booked on shows through the open mics a lot of the times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's one right? because you meet bookers and you meet other comedians that aren't part of other shows. And they such. invite you to those shows. Right. You know, yeah. those shows, shows those people introduce. It's like a very integral part. You know, it's basically like your practice, right? But well, also, it's that is the um, the sociality. Like that, I mean, that is how comedians socialize. It's not like comedians hang out. You know, like some of them. Some of them. Yeah, just, but I'm come out on their phones and then they do their minute and then they fucking leave immediately. You but you, you, there's a community of people that you spend time with. And yeah. most of the friends that I still have yeah. that do stand up or did stand up, I met them at open mics. Cause that's right. what you did. You would go and I would, I remember, I mean, there are a lot of people now that had comedy central specials that I would be sitting at tea shops when do an open mic and help, help me out with bits and stuff. And, and I ran an open mic for a long time. Oh yeah. Right. Um, Oh, I don't remember. It was, co- it was a coffee shop next door to a weed shop <laughs> so we had a lot of people it was very popular like, because wait, is, 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 isn't that that one place uh the is that the wake coffee shop is that wake, yeah, wake and bake? bake yeah no 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 okay. this was before that stuff this was like one of the this was when i first got to la but it was funny because we got super popular because they realized there were a bunch of comics and comics mm. smoke marijuana mm-hmm. so they would this girl would come in a low-cut top and a really short shorts and hand out free samples and she'd Smart. have like a tray full of tray like a tray full of um Joints? Joints, thank you. Man, but and weed stores. Weed yeah. stores always have like hot girls working. Like it, it's it's almost yeah. mandatory for a weed store to have hot girls working there. Yeah. You can't have like ugly dudes in a weed store, you know? Well, they do too, though. I don't know what that yeah. association is. I, it, it they they be, rarely. I don't really shop. They're yeah, it must be really tenders. competitive to get a job yeah. at a weed shop. Yeah. <laughs> if you're attractive, yeah. 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 All right, what else we got, Ashley? We got anything else going on? We're, we're at an hour, 20 minutes. Oh, we wait. Can, we can this, wrap it up is, if we'd like. This is something that we really want to talk about, Max. Oh, yeah, debt. Max, we want to talk about debt. But, but it's you funny that, that you brought that or? up because we were talking about earlier, like, how do you live in L.A.? I oh, mean, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? No one talks about that. But the truth is, is like, if you manage to get certain things in your life together, housing is always going to be its own freaking issue, you know, especially if you don't own. I just I just wanted to say um, about debt. I noticed that people <laughs> he said in debt, like they they they're always in relationships. That's why I'm a little <laughs> jealous of people in debt because like um, I noticed that you know they they, <laughs> they have an ability jealous. to just take <laughs> on risks debt? and like because uh, they they have girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, they they're always in relationships. It's always like a. A good girl, bad boy kind of thing, you know. It's like, uh, oh my. So you think it, single people generally are not in debt? No, they're not. Yeah, well, a lot yeah. of college students are in debt. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, except know. college students. But, but disclaimer: um, like Maximo is is a homeowner and um, single. So. Yeah, and you're not in debt at all, right? So are, are you saying? Are you making the conclusion that you know, like, in order to buy to shit for your girl, you're basically no? You know, I, I just spending... think that like. Uh, People in debt take risks, you know, and it actually it kind of infuriates me in a way that because like about like, you know, people that take on huge ass student loans, like 
when you don't do that, it almost makes you seem if you were able to succeed like without having to do that, like you never took that risk of like putting on like a humongous student loan. So you're, so you're just jealous of the people that take risks, essentially. And, and they don't necessarily probably even think it's a risk. Yeah, they, they never thought of it as a risk either. So you, yeah. you, you so don't take risks in life that you're jealous of these people that take risks? Yeah. Is that and, what it comes and down and to? It's, and it's all debt, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, outside of debt, I think being in a relationship has other uh, benefits. But uh, my a question to you is, are you going to avoid being in a relationship in a because of this theory? <laughs> No, it's it's just a really interesting correlation. That's all. What it's, do you it's think? Not, I don't think that's what it is. I think people in relationships they grow, <laughs> they move forward in their life, which it inqui- requires you to incur, incur debt. Like if you're, I'm married, right? I have kids. Mm-hmm. I have to keep upgrading my car. Because Are you in debt as well? Oh God, yes. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? No, I, <laughs> like, well, you I'm, not, I'm not Look in debt. Maxwell's not in debt. This We're, phone is us. two generations back. I, I wear the same T-shirt every day. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, do you wear the same? I was like, I know you have many of those shirts, or you only have that one shirt. No, you know what I have recently done is I have slowly been getting rid of all my different types of shirts. So now I have black or gray or comic book related, and jeans. That's all I wear. What what do you like more, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Well, any any human would say Marvel. Well, the only people that are that are like fucking brain dead or autistic or something. Those are the only people that like DC. I think. Which you ones can't. Do you like? DC, DC is person? not human. Who's a DC human? Huh? Who's a DC character? DC p- characters are just Superman, not human. Batman, just give me a name. Oh, oh, Superman, yeah. uh, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. All these people that are just not like very like people. They're just there's no humanity to them. You know, they're where's, just like gods. Where's yeah. Storm fall? Storm Marvel. is an X Men. That's Marvel. Well, yeah. I'm gonna go where the diversity is. Well, Marvel really. was always known as like the more human. Like they were the first people to show superheroes as yeah, normal as, people. as people. And you know, they they also uh, first brought out ethnicity. They, they you know they created Black Panther before the Black Panther right, movement. The comic you know, book. And yeah. stuff. they actually made them change Black Panther for a little bit to some other name to try to disassociate. Oh, did they? I never knew that. Yeah, they did. Oh. Uber nerd guys. I'm oh, well, you're talking to. Two, two uber nerds as well a Star Trek yeah. podcast, so of course i know these things yes you know and he knows um star wars very well that's very good i you know it's funny because i did uh, i was helping out at the moth the other night and some guy came up and he was wearing a venom uh or a the white spot the black and white spider-man okay. logo right and he yeah. said venom and i'm like actually that's uh, the black and white costume so how dare venom. they how it's dare they venom. what it's a not. new oh venom. man that pisses just, me off and he's just like oh I, I guess you're right and i'm like yeah fucking google it man just get on your goddamn phone <laughs> what's a noob was he was he uh, you don't know what a noob is someone that doesn't know that's... what they're doing yeah i will tell you that i had this i had this funny Gosh. funny thing happen to me i was at the vons in burbank and I was wearing this like sort of retro Star Wars shirt, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and some lady in front of me was like, "Oh, I love, uh, what did she say? I love Return of the Jedi." But she like mentioned something that happened in Empire Strikes Back, oh, God. <laughs> and I was just like, "Well, I was trying to be like placate because like I was just trying to get lunch and like move on with my day." And she kept pushing, "No, no, that happened. That happened. It was like full of Ewoks or whatever, you know, whatever she said. I don't remember what she said." Uh, and I'm like, "No, that's not what happened." And finally, I couldn't stand it, so you I pulled out my phone. Fo- I pulled out my phone <laughs> and I showed her the references. And like I look over at like I'm standing in line, like holding up the line, trying to explain to this woman how she's got the Which Star Wars reference wrong. Wait, that's a like, funny 
premise. What well, sucks is like you can easily get accused of like mansplaining. Well, it, it was that's why I didn't want to get into it. But I remember look, I remember looking over at the 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 lady who's taking scanning stuff. And at first, I thought she was like, that's right, you showed her. And I'm like, oh, no, she thinks I'm a crazy person. <laughs> she thinks I'm a crazy person. But you know, there's something crazy. about that, man. As somebody who grew up with it and, mm-hmm. like, knows the fucking deep down of that shit, like, when, when another person tries to glom on to that mm-hmm. culture, you know, it's it basically like cultural appropriation, right? Yeah, it's, no, it's, I get it. It's kind of very similar to that, I would, I would assume. It's like, it's like, for example, I really love the movie The Craft and um, Clueless. There's a couple of my movies that were just my movies and whenever people would comment about them and just get like um i don't know a saying wrong or the location or they would say oh there was about three witches i was like no it wasn't it was about four girls in high school who created a cult like an occult okay <laughs> they didn't consider themselves witches uh, they had powers you would love the craft <laughs> ashley that's totally your kind of movie <laughs> do you the know crafts you know kind of the reason i do storytelling is because of the craft no wow. way. I, I, real quick, real quick. I know that we're running long, but basically. No, that I, movie. Fuck it. When I first saw that movie, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I just put it aside. I had no idea yeah, it was well, going to be well, that gigantic of a fucking movie but this was that had thing, that much influence. This was the know? thing. Like, I didn't want to see the movie. I had no interest in watching the movie oh, at all, right? And oh, I you were the opposite. And I, was, mm-hmm. I was at Blockbuster. And because, you know, back in the mm-hmm. day. And my wife and I were like, we walked into the store and we're trying to figure out what to watch. And there's this girl that she's like super, like she doesn't work there. She's super friendly. She's talking to some uh, some stranger there, and she's telling the plots of all these movies, right? (laughs) (laughs) She says, "Because you know, it's blockbuster, guys." That's true. I was that guy. They were like Costco. Yeah, Yeah. Costco. And so I was that guy in fucking video theater, like uh, video rental places. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood video. So this says this one girl goes, "What about the craft?" And the girl goes, "It's one of my favorite movies." And then she tells the movie from beginning. (laughs) the end and i remember like listening to her and i was i was emceeing still in in (laughs) vegas and i had just started listening to like this american life and they were playing like Mm. snippets of the moth and stuff and i remember like she was telling the story she was getting into it and she was doing all these act outs and Mm -hmm. i remember looking around and the entire store was just folks she was amazing storyteller and i thought oh that's yeah i think i could do that and that, that and I mean, I, awesome, I got the movie. Man. We got the movie. Watch it. was amazing. I mean, the movie's amazing. Earth, air, fire, water. I don't oh, remember it, Jesus. but yeah, but I remember that was one of the reasons I did storytelling. <laughs> one, one, yeah. qu- two questions. Yeah, sorry. This yeah. woman that was uh, speaking. Well, mm-hmm. What ethnicity oh, was she? She's a, she was an African American lady. Okay, hey. okay. And how old was she? Oh, I was gonna say old, but she's probably my age now. So she was probably in her late thirties or late thirties. Yeah. Okay, cool. and she was amazing. She was amazing so it was like person. a like almost like a parental figure. Like, hey, when yeah. I grow up, I can do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she was amazing. I mean, she was really just amazing storyteller. Like, just the entire yeah. There's movie. people like that. That's man. our connection. There, there, there are people like that out there that are just fucking amazing, amazing storytellers. Oscar is. Yeah, Oscar is a great like, story. Absolutely, follow yeah. me, uh, Oscar uh, Sucker Stupid. Yes, and Instagram. That's mostly what I like to do. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, like Facebook. But I mean, just, 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 like, just like comedy. They own, they own it, you know. Just yeah. like comedy. There's just people that are gifted with storytelling. And they, they might just be like accountants. Like, I know this guy who's a doctor, you mm-hmm. know, and he's just the fucking greatest storyteller. Every time he tells a story, yeah. he just gathers people around him, like, just instantaneously. You Do you know? think that's also likability? Because um, I'm, I'm really learning Part about of it this. is definitely likability, Because I realize sure. someone could be really funny. Me, I think they're a phenomenal writer, but my ears just won't keep listening to them longer than, like, a second. Yeah, because they have no fucking charm. No, charm no, no. Is such a huge part they could be having the enthusiasm and the motivation and like it, it's a great performance from like a to b but there's just something that won't it's fake do you think fake. that's it i'm yeah, saying yeah definitely it's, it's, it's i think it's too, a level of reality like just a complete 
you're just they're, they're so out there and open and real that you can just connect with them immediately. There's you know? two things that are I think are hard to get and are required to be a good performer. Mm-hmm. One is authenticity. That's mm-hmm. huge, right? Because you yeah. can't tell other people's jokes. It sounds like. Jay Leno, for all the shit people give Jay Leno, he's an amazing stand-up because he can tell anybody's joke and tell it well, yeah. right? And um, what was the other thing was, uh, the thing that I always found hardest about stand-up is consistency, right? Because mm-hmm. I used to know a guy and in the first stand-up class I ever took who was really funny. Like, whenever we hung out, he was getting the biggest laughs and blah, blah, blah. But he didn't know how to stay consistent. He didn't want to work on bits. He just wanted to go up there and wing it. Mm. And without... You know, so when he went up there and he tried to work on bits because he didn't work on work, work on it, there was no authenticity and he wasn't consistent and it sucked. Okay, but let's say you are being authentic, right? And you are being consistent. Can you still not be like good? Well, you could be, yeah, yeah. Well, you still have to be funny. Those are but just that's the thing. Forces, let's say, yeah. what if your jokes are funny? Like, they're funny, but it's just that, like, it never rests on an ear. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. No, I don't know what you're saying. What do you mean? Know. Oh, yeah, I, I totally know what you mean. Explain yeah. in different like, words. Yeah, Max Miller. Okay, explain think it. about like that, uh, like a, like a wannabe John Stewart type. Like they're all about like straight man kind of jokes, and they're they are well written, but um, and, and even when like the person performs them, mm-hmm. there, there is an element of like timing to it. it mm-hmm. It's just that like. Like it, there isn't like uh, there isn't a sense of character to so so. I guess it goes back. Jay to Leno, basically, you're you're saying like a Jay Leno type joke. Yeah, I guess you you do need if if that's I'm basically describing somebody that has everything except authenticity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's a hard at that thing because you have to find your yeah. voice. Like, mm-hmm. and I I know like that people hate on Jay Leno. I really do know that people hate on Jay Leno. Wow. But if you watch him do his monologue every night or you watch even Conan O'Brien the same way he's consistent he can deliver a joke he can deliver a, jo- a cold reader joke because he's been doing it for so long mm-hmm. and not a lot of people can do that and I think the difference between Conan and Jay is authenticity right because yeah. Conan yeah. is a very authentic and, and that's the thing like person. I think the reason I like Conan O'Brien 10 times more than I've ever liked Jay Leno yeah. is that Conan O'Brien you feel like he's really in it you know? yeah and, and he has, a, he has an actual yeah. voice and an actual kind of like a style yeah. of humor whereas Jay Leno is you I, know popularity I know rules. people are hating on him but yeah. I don't know I have I have a lot of admiration for Jay Leno just for the fact that I grew up with Jay Leno and Letterman right he's great was like it, but, but that's what he does com- no but like consistent comedy I mean growing up uh, I mean I didn't I we didn't have a lot of comedy shows or at least I knew going on where I grew up mm. and so it was like that late night television and then Def Jam, which is Def a different Jam. type of comedy. So, like, you know, and then there was um, a Living Color for Us and, like, Mad TV. So, and, if, and some SNL. But it was just, like, you know, like, you, you only get to see so much. Like, where I feel like if you, I had lived in L.A., I feel like people are so much more familiar with different types of com- You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We didn't have that sort of exposure. And I agree with you. I, like I said, I do like Conan more because I just do feel like he's more authentic. But I do look at Jay Leno as a craft comedian that's a craft, as a craft for being a comedian, he does it better than almost anybody else. He really mm. does, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing with, like, he he's – and he's different than Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry, people like Jerry Seinfeld more than they like mo- – that's what, one of the reasons he's made more money than anyone else is because he's super authentic to himself. As Jerry Seinfeld? Jerry Seinfeld, mm. yeah. He cannot sit and read jokes off a teleprompter. He has to tell jokes the way Jerry Seinfeld tells mm. a joke. Same thing with Conan, too. They're more likable, but as a craft, I think Jay Leno does the craft of stand-up comedy better. And like I said, I, I 
feel how you feel about them. I'm just talking about, yeah. you know, watching someone build a house, basically. Well, real quick, who's your top five? Let's do two, because we always never differentiate. Uh, Stand-up and then comedians as a whole. It's oh, a geez. giant that's list, actually. Okay, three. Can I get top three? Uh, oh, my that's, God. That's really hard. Can I get top three as comedians? You can combine. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I think... <laughs> is, that, is that okay? Wait, look at you compromising. You went from like 10 different well, names to three. Well, I just want something. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's hard because for me, most of the people that I like uh, have recently gotten into jail. Uh, That's fine. Trouble. Well, you know, Bill Cosby to me okay. was always growing up was we just can't my, take away. I know you can't. Th- I mean, yeah, but especially I, as a storyteller, he's basically known as the best storyteller. Right? Yeah, and I remember as a kid, I used to go to sleep listening to himself on a tape deck. Like that's I, how never I, liked sleep, himself. I never oh, liked himself. I never liked that. I haven't memorized. I had used to have it memorized. Um, and I think most recently, I really liked what Louis C.K. was doing for a while. Again, mm-hmm. perverts. Apparently, I'm a big fan of perverts. <laughs> but I guess and Woody Allen, right? <laughs> but contemporary wise, I think the person that I like a lot right now is Fluffy. You guys ever watch Fluffy? No, I never heard. What is? I don't like Fluffy. Fluffy. I've, I and, saw and, like half a special. And but I was again, like, mm-hmm. again, if you, no. I, I really enjoy watching Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I really enjoy watching comics that do comedy really well. You know what I mean? Like, not, not just that they're funny. And Fl- I think uh, Fluffy's funny. What, what do you What do you think is funny about Fluffy? There, there's delivery. His delivery is just it's so it the is, mechanic, like the craft the part mechanics, of it, right? It's the mechanics of comedy because his I jokes enjoy. are just like I don't know. I man. know that his jokes. Are, here's the thing: his jokes are I want to say hacky, but predictable. They're right? predictable. They're always clean. There's like not a hint of controversy in any of his punchlines. Uh, that's his whole. That's his whole gimmick, right? But when he, the way he delivers it, you're just like this man has sat and has worked on this joke for however long. He's incredible. I do like to watch the mechanics comedy. I remember watching. It was funny. I did a storytelling show with this guy who used to be on Star Search, and actually he told a story on the Moth, and he was one of the reasons I felt like I could tell stories at the Moth. It's this mm. really powerful story about finding out his daughter had cancer and him having to do the Tonight Show. I, I, this guy's, and I'm blanking on the name currently, but when I saw him, he went up after me at a show. And when I saw his when I saw his name, and I saw him, I was I was like awestruck because I knew because I I'm a nerd, so I knew this guy from the '80s. I recognized right. him immediately, right? And he had a stroke or something, and so he was struggling talking. But you could see as he was talking, he was in his head trying to adjust for his delivery mm. because of his stroke, and you could see him doing the work and getting the laughs and playing off of his inability mm. to talk clearly. And I just was in awe because I really was in awe of this person as a human, as a comedian in general. But to have so much skill that he was able to sort of maneuver around that and still deliver this, like, you know, on par. I don't know, like, it's late. I can't think of what the word is, but like, just this performance that was just some, like something so, I, someone else who had a stroke could not accomplish. Mm-hmm. And hit because he just had the skills. It was amazing. It was amazing to watch. And I think, mm-hmm. like, I was just in awe of him as a human being. Oh. And I'm blanking on his name and I apologize. Hey, that's okay. If they follow you on Instagram, you can post What's it. your Instagram again? <laughs> huh? What's your Instagram again? Oscar Saga Stume. Oscar Saga Stume. Yeah. All right. What's our Instagram, Ashley? Um, um, open micro comedy at open micro comedy right, yeah. follow both of us guys that's our email too we're at an hour 40 so we're done guys All Oscar right. thanks for yeah, coming so by thanks for coming wait fun. do you have a show coming up um, next well what does this drop tomorrow yes right uh, now today uh, Tuesday next Tuesday TNT I'm doing TNT sweet and then July the first Sunday is uh, Muse and I'm doing another show in July but I just realized I haven't confirmed okay. but follow me and you'll find out about it woo All thank right. you